Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and, as always, my very, very good friend, Kyron Morrison. Happy New Year, man! Yeah, thanks. It's a, it's a, it's a whole new year, and by a whole we new are. year, like, the number on the end changed, but that's yeah. the future, isn't yeah. it? Like, you just change a number, and it's all good. Hopefully, less childhood heroes dying. That'd be nice. <sighs> I have terrible news for you, Joel. Oh, it's not going to slow down, God, no. Um, All we can do to forget about it is play more video games. Yes, yes. And I tell you what, in the, what, three weeks we've had off, I've played a lot of video games, Karen. It's it's been backlog clearing as well as adding more games to a backlog. God damn you, PlayStation sale. And that's just the PlayStation sale. Like, there is also, there's like a really good Nintendo sale that I keep staring at games that i want to get but i i've had the will to say no but oh yep. god i haven't i haven't even opened it to look at like since i finished pokemon i was like nope i'm not gonna look at that not gonna be tempted been tempted enough by playstation sales oh boy well karen do you want to tell me what you've been playing yeah sure um i so I've been, i have been playing a lot of stuff but i cropped the list selectively because there's games I'll play a bit more to talk about next week but two I've sunk the most time into like over the last probably two weeks Mm -hmm. uh, was Ratchet and Clank ah excellent which I picked up from the PlayStation sale I almost did as well yeah well because like I'd kept waiting for it to get cheaper and I remember like maybe a month ago it was $25 and I was like I should I should buy this I should buy this game I didn't buy the game and then, like, the sale ended, and I immediately regretted it. Yeah. it came up again for this sale, and it was $19, and I was like, well, shit, now I'm definitely getting it. Uh, it was one of those games that I wanted to play at launch, but I, I, don't, I don't know if it's just me being picky, but I could never... I was like, oh, $49, I don't know if I want to. Like, the right. last Ratchet & Clank game I played, and I think was also the first, was, like, a PS3 one. Yep. I didn't get very far into it, and I traded it back in. <laughs> right, okay. I don't know what it was. It wasn't my thing, but I've been playing this one, and holy shit, it's it's really fun. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Insomniac obviously returning to their franchise that they started back in the PS2 days. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I guess you could say it continued on PS3, but I don't know. You, you could probably argue the PS2 days were the, the heyday of the series. Right, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's the ga- the game is colourful as hell. It looks really nice. Like the art style they've chosen is is just stunning. Yep. Uh, it is worth noting. It is the game based on the movie based on the game, which uh, the movie apparently is pretty awful. Yeah, I've heard the movie isn't great. Uh, this game apparently uses its cutscenes here and there. Okay, all right. I I think that's what I heard, and there are some CG cutscenes, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yep. And I, I get the feeling also from a movie because every time a cutscene plays, like the PlayStation goes, hey, blocking your recording here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I wasn't going to like rip these and upload them to YouTube anyway, but uh, just thanks for like, just taking that away from me. Ratchet and Clank, full movie, high, HQ rip. Uh, <laughs> Total legits. Uh, yeah. Please like and subscribe. <laughs> full, Do full not tell phone. Sony either or they'll, they'll pull it. And probably block your account. Pro- probably, yeah. But... Yeah, man, I, I I think the thing that impresses me most about it is just how colourful it is. I love the... There's a distinct variety of worlds. I never played the original Ratchet & Clank, which is apparently this is a remake of. Right. I don't know how true to the remake it stays, so you will not get that point of view from me, I'm afraid. <laughs> but 
it's fun. And I also love this, just the ridiculous weapons in this game, Joel. Right. You, you can see in the notes a couple of my favorite ones I've noted down. I did see that, yes. So there's a disco ball that you can throw out and like the enemies caught in its AoE, like the area of effect, will just dance until uh, either you kill them I'm or in, the disco ball ends board. and explodes and they take damage. Uh, there's also a gun that turns enemies into sheep called the Sheepinator. Self-explanatory. Yep. No, it's pretty... Uh, it's all in the title there. As well as all the standard weapons, like there's a, a rocket launcher which does a crap ton of damage. There's like a minion you can summon called, and he just sort of hangs out next to you and does like chip damage to enemies. But yeah, like you always had plenty of options for how you engage the enemies who... Probably, I guess, if I had to complain, if I was really nitpicking, the enemies aren't super challenging or like okay. the variety in how they attack you isn't really huge still fun and that's i guess the main thing when it comes down to what the game is fun yeah and i guess they're probably going for a younger audience with it i guess yeah i can see that like it it's from those like because it's from the ps2 days obviously uh where sony had all those ips that really felt like they were gunning for that nintendo audience right they had, okay. all the, they had like the ratchet and clanks they had jack and daxter they had Sly Raccoon, like all these sort of, not necessarily kiddie franchises, but you could see that they might have been gunning for that particular audience. Because that was also around when Nintendo was sort of starting to be like, oh shit, what are we doing? Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, Ratchet & Clank is really good. It's 19 bucks on this sale right now, which I'm not sure if it... Because I know there are some games that end this week, like tomorrow or today, may have already ended, in fact. Well, see, I got a, um, I had an email about it. I think last week, the end of the last week, started this week, where they said part one of the sale ending soon. Oh, so, God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That was, I, I was no. like, I was that, that, no. that meme of like, you know, um, Mr. Krabby Patty, like triggered and like the screen shaking. No, not part kind of, two. Not part two. Don't do me. it. Don't like, do it. So brace yourselves and your wallets. It oh, could be coming Christ. into a second part of that sale. Like, it's a January sale. We're only like a well, the week sale in. started in December, man. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, oh my god! Like, it's like some of the, some of the prices in the sale do feel like a Steam sale price, and that's always been it's, my biggest complaint about the digital marketplace on consoles. Like, they've never really gotten those cheap prices. But I tell you what, starting to turn it around. Oh yeah, it's it's insane. Like, oh, so good. Most of the things that I've played have been from that sale, but. Both of mine have been, as well as the stuff yeah. that I've played and haven't talked about yet. It's all yeah, the same. exactly. Yeah, we got we got plenty of content out of it. It's good. It's good yeah. for us. But uh, so that was that's the game I've been spending most of my time with over the last week and a half or so. Awesome. Uh, I've heard really good things about it. And yeah, it's, it's fun. Like for nineteen dollars, you can't go wrong, really. Yeah. Well, as someone who's never played Ratchet and Clank, this seemed like a really good place to jump in, especially because it's a, essentially a remake of the first one. It's so. essentially like a reboot of, of sorts. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's always more appealing to me. So I and it's know. Insomniac, like Insomniac, yeah, exactly. make fun games. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other one I've been playing <laughs> is an old rival of mine, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, people who listen to the podcast won't know because this whole thing started before we ever even considered recording. But I picked up Gravity Rush Remastered, Joel. Now, Gravity Rush is not a bad game, and you will never hear me say it as a bad game. It's a awesome game. I love it. I hated playing it on Vita. Yep. No, fair enough. Like, first of all, I didn't like the 
the motion stuff. Like, ugh. Uh. Yeah. Uh, also, my my eternal problem with Vita is tiny little buttons and tiny little joystick nubs just do not work for me. Yep. It's too tiny. Hate the shoulder pads on that button, that thing as well. Yep, so, I re- I've been sitting on buying it like for so long when it came to PS4 as it's in its remastered form. But yep. again, it was much like Ration and Clank, it was like 15 bucks, I think. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I think it might have even been cheaper than that. I think yeah, it was like so, $12 or something. It's ridiculous. I decided to buy it because I would like to try Gravity Rush 2 when it comes out in a few weeks' time. Yep. Uh, so can confirm that I still I love the idea of that game and I love the world and I love just the concept of how it's supposed to work but I still struggle with these controls a lot Joel I still yeah. don't know what it is like I've turned off the motion stuff like the six axis stuff so I just right. use the joystick and I'm kind of sort of getting there but sometimes it's I get frustrated because they just do not do what I want them to do sometimes like going through midair like in swapping the gravity around is yeah. really finicky as well. It's 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 a lot slower. There's a there's a certain knack to it, I think. And I was I, I was saying to you, this to you before we started recording. It's I I, I played through the whole thing on Vita because uh, I tagged I don't know it. How you did it? <laughs> I tagged it randomly in that. Well, I got tiny hands, so the Vita doesn't worry me. Um, but uh, I tagged it when it was free for PlayStation Plus. I'm like, oh, that's a game I really want to play. Um, and then I got my Vita, and I was like, oh, I'll download that. I'll give it a go. And I I played it from start to finish. I loved every bit of it. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. Um, but, yeah, you're right. The controls are a little eh sometimes. Um, but I got used to it. Like, I adapted, and it was it was fine. Like, I, I, I sort of got I, – I sort of clicked with the game, and the game clicked with me. And I was like, all right, cool. No, I can – I know how to compensate for these types of controls now. Yeah, like like I said, I've I've been making do with it, and I am persevering because I really am dead. I'm determined to see this game through. Yep, and determined to play Gravity Rush Two, which I really feel like will be the last game in this short-lived series. But yeah, uh, it's tough. But again, having said that, like I love the world. I love like the floating city design and just just carelessly going. I need to go over to that objective, which is like two hundred yards that way. I want to float into the sky and throw myself towards just it. Rocket towards and it. Like, and like often I'll just pick shake. up people as well with me. Oh yes. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell, cat? Like whoa, 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 we're whoa, just whoa. we're standing here and just because you can manipulate gravity, we don't want to go with you. Uh but I, you know what? Screw it, they're coming with me anyway. I love I love when you when you do like float in the air and if you just like hover in the air and float, she just sort of like weirdly floats around in a circle like she's lost complete control. Yeah. She's like Oh, where am I going? And she just sort of spins slowly around. I, I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, and you well, know she's she's a cat as well. Tell you what, I'm interested. I'm, in, I'm interested to see this Raven content, Gravity Rush Two. Yeah, me too. Like, I, it's been so long since I played the original Gravity. Rush. I bought remastered as well. I haven't had a chance to go back through it yet because I've been playing, as you'll find out very soon, lots of things. Um, but yeah, like I it. it fascinated me that the like, you're right with the world as well the art style is just beautiful um i, I can't wait to see what it looks like on ps4 it looks nice it looks really mm. nice and I, I when i was initially playing it on vita i didn't like how i did like cutscenes, like comic panels at first but on yep. ps4 it's grown on me yep again like so much of it is just helped by the fact i'm playing it on a big tv and not a tiny little handheld but i'm like huddled over with my hands all scrunched up trying to control it yep yep so it's really nice and again like 
I'm going to see it through to the end. I, I don't know how far I am through it. Uh, yeah. I've bought the three floating cities together. Okay. I don't know how far that is, but uh, uh, okay. I've just met the guys from, like, I guess the military of the game. Ah, uh, yep. And they're that like, hey, you're working familiar. for us now. And Kat's like, uh, don't know if I want to. Yeah, yep, yep. But now nah, yeah. it's slowly coming back to me. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I just I just have those issues with the controls, but I will see it through because I think, honestly, besides that, it's a really, really fun game. Yeah, it's a and different when, type of game. Like, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, when the gravity mechanics really click as well, like, it does feel good. Like, there have been some of the challenges that, I, that you can do. Like, because the game is, as well as all the story stuff, there's all those challenge missions you can do. Yeah. And some of those are fun, and some of them suck. Yeah. But the fun ones, like, for example, I, I just love uh, gravity sliding along the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's my primary mode of transport now. Just it's- Essentially, she just skateboards along the ground, controlling gravity. It's weird because it's it's got this sort of like controlled chaos element to it. Like it yeah. feels like you have no control over Cat, but you have a hundred percent control over it. It's 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 so bizarre. Yeah. Um. I don't know how it, much Gravity Rush Two will change that. I downloaded the demo, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I I haven't downloaded the demo because I feel like it's what I played at PAX. I think it is what you played at PAX. Yeah. yeah so I'm like, I don't really need to go through that again because I like I I played it. I know I'm going to get it, that game because I really enjoyed the first Gravity Rush. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah, cool. it's good. It's good. Cool beans. Uh, and you know what? I didn't write it down, but I'll talk about it briefly since why not. Uh, I played Minecraft Story Mode. Okay. Yep. Uh, not my favorite Telltale game. Right. Not because it's bad. I just feel like other stuff I've done has been stronger and like better executed. And maybe maybe not marketed towards you anyway, would you say? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. There are still some, some heavy moments in that game. Like, characters right. die. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Despite it being a Minecraft game, which you, you could you could be like, yeah, it's marketed towards Minecraft fans, which are usually kids, but like characters die in that game, so it doesn't completely ditch the Telltale, you know, guidelines to how you yeah. run your game. But I think the biggest problem for me, and it's such a it's one of those dumb things where normally it wouldn't matter, but in particular in Minecraft, it really annoys me when the characters who are really good at building, okay, they're good at building, right. And you know, you know Minecraft, Joel. You play Minecraft. Yeah. What do you cool. do when there's an obstacle in front of you in Minecraft? Well, you just punch it down. No, nah, no, not in this game, Joel. No, 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 no punching down. Like okay. for example, there was a there's a segment where you get to a maze, and they're like, "How are we going to get through this maze?" I'm like, "It's made of cobblestone. Just <laughs> like build a cobblestone pickaxe and just just go through it. It'll go be nuts through it. Yeah. Oh. But they're like, "No, we've got to figure out another thing." And then they get attacked by zombies, and they end up climbing up on top of it and walking along like the top of a maze. I'm like. Could have just punched away through it, guys. It's just cobblestone. It's okay. Yep. But like okay. I said, it's not a big issue. But it was, it was the one I, I played it through to the end. I haven't played the extra episodes that came out. But it was just a little thing. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, I played Minecraft. I know the solution to this. Yeah. Do you think that would be an issue if you were, say, I don't know, 11, 12 years old? Probably not, honestly. Probably not. Yeah. But I don't know. There might be some 11 and 12 year olds who'd be like, no, just go through Fuck it. Shit. Yeah. Just like, go through yeah. It. I actually feel like that maybe they probably think that more. Even. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's true typically that's the age group where all the Minecraft masters are these days. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That's because they've got that that uh, creativity that it's not sort of, I guess, dampened by the world. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Also, like they have that advantage as well as the fact that like kids these days get to grow up. Like Minecraft is 
honestly a pretty big part of their lives in a lot of ways like yeah it's like a learning tool these days yeah like i know a lot of i've got some teacher friends who talk like they always talk to me like oh man at the school today like for my class i had to, I had to play minecraft it was pretty rough i'm like oh really oh no what a shame i had to go and have fun and play with digital lego yeah oh man to express you know to help kids express their creativity <laughs> so fucking jealous like and kids like get to learn to code in school these days and all that god damn it oh uh, it's insane yeah no it's it's all yeah so i guess that's probably you know they might they might have called bullshit as well as, yeah it was uh, just as, as you have it was a weird roadblock for me i i didn't hate the game i, just, I didn't think it was good as like walking dead tell from the borderlands you know oh, all those tell ones from borderlands. uh tell you what early days i'll talk about it more next week but i played the first episode of batman and it's fucking good yeah i've played that's all i've played of the first episode and and i quite like it yes. i've heard it i've heard not great things about how it ends but like i've heard good things and bad things so um i mean maybe we'll that see. depends on your character choices joel yes yes well i feel like that i've heard that there's been some things that have that happen in the game that i know one of our friends did something um and i was talking about how i was watching something but I was talking about what they did, and he said, "Wait, that didn't happen for me." Yeah, I've heard you like, can. You've got oh. like an interesting amount of control over what certain characters become, basically. And I've heard yeah. you essentially not. I don't know how completely you can do it, but you can basically change like some of those classic Batman villains. Yeah, no, it seems interesting what they're doing with it. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I'm keen to like, look, I'm, look at it. I'll play some more of that over the next week, and I'll come back next week for that. But, awesome. Yeah, that's about all I've been playing. So, Joel, why don't you lay upon me the list of games you've got? Because oh boy, Kyle. it is a hefty list. I've been like, I, and I, like, I mean, it's not like I haven't been working much. I've been working probably just about the, the same amount, if not a little bit more, because um, you know, crazy time of the year. But holy shit, I played a lot of games. Um, really made the most of my like Christmas, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to start it off, I'm going to talk about two games that we've already talked about before, uh, that you've spoken about, because you played them both before me. Um, I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy XV, I'm about six hours into it at the moment. I'm really liking it. For someone who's only ever played one Final Fantasy game and never finished it, which was seven, um, this is awesome. I really like it. I like the characters. I, like, I'll start playing it, and then before I know it, like a couple of hours have passed, and it feels like ten minutes. And... Um, I'll look at my in-game clock and I'll be like, whoa, shit, holy crap, really? Is that is that the time? Is it... Yeah, it just flies by. Um, 15, I'm thoroughly enjoying the world. 15 is another one of those examples that makes me hate trophies. Yeah. Because I just got the platinum and it makes me sad. Yep, so uh, yeah. No, I could see that. Like, it's, it's, it's definitely like, I mean, I already knew like that first, after you sort of do the opening, because I think I'm in chapter three now. Um. So when you do that first opening chapter and then the thing happens, the thing uh, which happens. I'd already knew, ab- I'd already knew about. Like I'm not going to say it. Just are you talking about people... the? Are you talking about the events of Kingsglaive? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Basically, and you you find out some stuff, and things start to become a little bit heavier than previously, um, and things your simple road trip becomes a little bit more complex than what it might have been beforehand. Um, so uh, I I hit that point and I'd already I already knew that stuff just because of hearing you guys talk about it and because it is only in like the first like three or four hours it's, of the game it's you, not you can really... get to that point pretty easily yeah exactly if you just like mainline it you can go straight to it um but yeah I really like it 
I really like it. My wife's been playing it a lot as well. Um, we've both been sort of like swapping. Uh, we're, we're borrowing a friend's copy while he's overseas on his honeymoon. So we've uh, we've commandeered his copy, but he said it was okay because he'd finished it. So we're like, great. Well, we don't have to pay for it now, so that's good. Um, but yeah, honestly, I'm I'm loving it. I'm having a ball with it. Uh, One of the greats. I, yeah, it's really good. Like it's it's really good. Like I just like wandering around. The combat is so much fun. I like, I would it, pick fights just because I wanted to. Yeah, right. Like you just you be walking along, and you'll see like a couple of like low level enemies that aren't gonna attack you at all, and you are just like nah, nah, fuck that warp nah. strike. <laughs> I'm going, you mate. Yep, and that's how every battle of mine starts. Yeah, is warp strike. In I go, off I go. Let's let's and then start wild. The amazing slashing. like uh, battle theme for whatever reason you're in, you're like like just kicks in. You're like, oh yes, I'm ready. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, it's it's good. I really like it. I really really like it. So you know, I've been I've been diving into that. Um, I've also been playing. I played a little bit of the Last Guardian because I borrowed your copy, Karen. You did. Um, now, okay, I like it. I like what it's doing. I like the world that it's set in. I don't like it. I like. I love Trico. I already have that attachment to Trico. Oh, Joel. But I'm just I'm struggling a little bit, Kyron. I'm struggling, like, I'm struggling as much as my PS4 is struggling to run that game. Let's put it that way. Um, it's, look, it's, it looks pretty when it's not at, like, 15 frames a second. And I know I shouldn't get hung up on those sort of things because I don't normally. But it's been impacting on me a little bit. It's like, I feel like it's contributing to a little bit to, like, input lag as well. It's got a little bit of input lag that's... I, I, I'm, I'm still adjusting to, I think. I think I just need to put in a little bit more time to it, but I honestly haven't... It's not that I haven't wanted to go back to it, it's just I haven't gone back to it because I'm like, oh, I've got all this other stuff. I might just play that instead. Okay, here's instead the thing. Of putting in Last Guardian. If you're going to stand by Gravity Rush's controls, it's, yeah, it's I know. hard to go with Last Guardians, which I would honestly... I had less problems with Last Guardian controls compared to Gravity Rush. I, it's just... I don't know what it is. Like, I... I don't know. Like, I'm not like I'm not having a go at it. I still think the game's great from what I've played, but I just I feel like it's I don't know. It's 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 not. I'm not clicking with it as much. Um, Here's the thing: you you're just a kid, dude. You woke up in this weird tower. You're not like a platforming expert. You're not particularly great at climbing, and you're hanging out with a big beast that kind of doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah, I, and it captures and that. The other thing too, like I, I know, I get like you know, it's all about putting your trust in Trico in certain points of the game, and and trusting that he will know or it will know what to do, so that you can progress. But there was a couple of points re- the, the, when the last time I played it where I got increasingly frustrated because I knew what we had to do and I just had to fucking wait for Trico to do something, and I was like, I just okay, and it was like telling me how to do something, and I was like, I'm doing that and it's not working, and I, I'm, it just started getting. I don't know if I was in the right mind frame to uh, to play it at that time, but it just it I, mm, I don't know it frustrated me a little bit. See, I never really, and I don't want to be frustrated. I never by had it. that problem. Like there'd be parts where Truco would take a bit longer to do his stuff, but like generally he was pretty on the ball for me. Yeah, I don't know. I I am really enjoying the game, and I think I've got a couple of days off coming up after Saturday, so I am going to chuck it back in, and I'm going to just like try and. Like go through it because I want to know. I want to see the resolution of that storyline and 
and that relationship. I want I want to know that. This game um, has such heart, but I don't know if we'll see another game similar to it in the future, which is No. Uh, I it's great. It's it's got a really nice story to tell that's being told. Uh just to go back to something that uh, well, we've both finished now because you finished it recently. I know um, to go like Inside, where where a lot of people say about Inside that they that, that world tells a lot without saying a single word. Um, this game does very similar. I mean, there is a narrator, and and the the boy does talk and says stuff to Trico, but it's it's unintelligible. Yeah, it's in a different language, so it it you sort of know what he's trying to say, but you don't really get it. But a lot of the time, there's no there's no dialogue in that game. There's nothing. I mean, the narrator does tell you what to do sometimes, which there is a trophy related to that, which is... It's a really... really it's a mean trophy. It's a really nasty trophy. It's a super troll trophy. Um, Honestly, but... the trophy list is my biggest problem with Last Guardian. There's some trophies mm. in that that I really don't care for, but I'm not going to go for the Platinum in that game, so I don't mind. I think that would be a game that you would ruin for yourself if you went for the Platinum yes. in it. Yeah, and I don't think that's what you'd want to do. No, um, no, not at all. No, it... But, uh, yeah, just to go back to that, where I, whereas I feel like Inside, yeah, okay, they did do that, but I still, and normally I like ambiguity with things like this, and I like sort of like, it just felt a little too pretentious for me, uh, Inside did. So we're digging like, in Inside now, are we, Joel? Uh, I'm <laughs> just going to touch on it briefly, because I, mm, that game, I have issues with that game. Because as you said, I've, I've finished it now. I did finish yep. it. Uh, I still don't care for a lot of, their some of, well, not a lot of for some of their puzzle design yep uh but yeah i'm i'm one of those people that is just i the world sucked me in i love that play dead committed to like they're like no this is how the game's gonna look this yep. is what it's gonna be and this that's it like we're running with that i like i i, I commend i i i like i commend them for that i absolutely do but i just feel and the animation oh, it, oh yeah the animation it, in that game is so good it's good, but I think as a game, it's a it's, it's a good game. It's nothing better than good. Hmm. It is nothing better than good. I think like you have to very, very importantly remember to add in your opinion there, Joel. Oh, in my opinion, <laughs> absolutely. I like you know you you can love it ten out of ten, best game ever. That's fine. That's your opinion. My opinion is, it's good. Like at its best, it's good. Um, and I just I it just doesn't mm, yeah. anyway. But I've enjoyed The Last Guardian for, for what I've played of it. Uh, all, like, you know, little frustrating things aside. And they are little. Like, to be honest, they are they are minor things. They're not game-breaking. I mean, you could argue the frame rate thing is a bit of game-breaking. But, like, it it, it does bother me, but it does bo- doesn't bother me all that much. It's like a minor annoyance. Um, but, yeah, I, I am... I need to get back into it so I can try and get, get myself through it. And I know that sounds bad saying it that way, but um, there's no other better way to say it. I was like, I, I want to see, I want to see that story concluded, uh, in my eyes, anyway. So that's that's good. So I've you know I've played both of those, um, but I played a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Uh, another game that you played as well, Karen, that I finally got around to playing. Thank you to the PlayStation sale. And I'm pretty sure on the last episode we talked about, we said the PlayStation were probably going to do a sale and this game would go cheap and I would buy it. And I did. I finally played Firewatch. It's a good game. It's such a good game. I honestly, if I'd played it before our last episode, I think Oxenfree would have got the, got knocked out. As much as I loved Oxenfree, I think Firewatch is better. Um, yeah, look, I really like Firewatch. Uh, the only thing that, again, 
I just it keeps every time I think about Firewatch, I'm like, man, I really like Firewatch. Oh boy, I really like Virginia. And I think Virginia right. always just sort of like knocks it aside, but Firewatch is a really good game as well. We'll see. I've got I've got that on my PlayStation to play as well. So I I, I will check back in in a couple of weeks probably once I've, pl- I've I've set aside two and a half hours to play that, um, which I I've been meaning to do the last like week, but I haven't done it yet. The last two weeks, but um, but Firewatch. Oh man, I played it in two sittings. I I started it when it finished downloading at like you know, about one thirty in the morning. I played it for about three or four hours, or if that, not even that, probably an hour and a half, two hours, um. And I was like, "All right, I'm in. I'm, I'm 100 percent in on this game. I really dig it." Uh, Actually, so I, I envy you as well, Joel. Because mm. when I played it at launch, again, I didn't really have, wasn't a huge issue, but the game didn't run optimally on PS4 at launch. Right, there was areas I, where the frame rate would dip. It had lockups and all sorts of stuff. Um, oh. I, I played it all in that period. It didn't affect me much, but it apparently affected a lot of people, which kind of sucked. Yeah, I still really look, appreciated the game, though. It's still gorgeous. I, I, I'm here to confirm that that game still does have frame rate issues at certain points in the game, um, but they weren't awful. Um, and again, yeah, it didn't take it didn't take me out of it all that much, um, and it was only for very minor parts in the game. So, um, I adore this game. I got up the next day and played the next. Like, I had the day off, and I finished it in the afternoon. I sat and played it from, like, you know, the the end of the first act all the way through the end, pretty much. Um, a lot of people, like, oh, I guess this is mild spoiler. I'm not going to go exactly into it, but um, if you want to play Firewatch, maybe tune out for about five minutes. But I, I, I actually like the bait-and-switch that they did with the story, um, where, like, you know, I'm setting up maybe it was sort of like this sort of paranoia, psychological thing. But it wasn't. Uh, a lot of people were turned off by that. I liked it. I thought that was cool because it was, you know, if you were out in the wilderness by yourself and with this only other one other person in, that you had come into contact with, like that would, you would start to have that those sort of thoughts, I guess. Well, uh, if, isolation can do stuff to you, man. Exactly, and especially if stuff that happens in the game was happening to you, I, I don't blame Henry and, and Delilah for freaking the fuck out. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, it was really good, and I was just super compelled to see that through, and I loved, loved, loved every second of it. And it's a game that the more I think about it, the more I love it. Um, I know I was watching uh, the Kind of Funny Games cast, and they were talking about their top ten games. It was in Tim Getty's top ten, uh, and he, he said the same thing, and it was... I'll, as soon as you said that, I was like, that's exactly how I feel. The more I think about that game, the more I go, wow, what a game. Wow, I, I, oh, I enjoyed that. Like, the amount of time I set setting up my shots that I would take on the camera, like, uh, just listening to those those random conversations that uh, Henry and Delilah would have, those back and forths, was so, so interesting to listen to, and I thoroughly enjoyed that game. Um, visually, it was stunning. The music was great. I oh, I oh, I love that game so much. Um, so it's good. I finally got to play that. Um, so that's another one off my list. Uh, but yes, into the things that I've played that uh, you might not have played, Kyron. So I played SteamWorld Heist. I picked that up in the sale as well, and I've been playing it on my Vita. Um, it's a turn-based strategy game that I don't suck at, Kyron. I found one. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've looked at it. And it doesn't seem like my sort of turn-based strategy. 
no, it's very like it's it's a light version of that. Um, but it still has all the tropes and all the, the things you would expect from a turn-based strategy game. Um, apart from grid movement, so it's a two D um, side-scrolling uh, turn-based uh, RPG. It's really good. I really really like it. Um, I had played SteamWorld Dig beforehand. You don't need to. Um, they don't. It's just a, a same sort of world that they share, um, and the same sort of like art style and characters that you would see. Um, there's, it's been a while since I've played Steamworld Dig, so I, there could be more crossover that I'm not picking up on yet. But um, it's cool. You're basically like you know, cowbots as they call them. So it's sort of like a wild westy kind of theme, uh, and you you sort of break into different ships and steal stuff and and, and um, like fight enemies. Uh, and the way that you fire them is like you know, same sort of thing. You have your, you you set up your characters where you want them in the map. They've got like you know action points, so you can move them in certain spots to get better shots on other enemies. Um, but you're all using uh, like rifles and and pistols and and things like that. So you've all got um, like if you're playing it, if you've got a, like a sharpshooter in your group, it'll give you like an arrow, like a, a longer like light trajectory line that you would see where that bullet's going to go. And it's really important because um, you can bounce shots off the wall and off the roof. Um, so you can pull off these really crazy sort of like ricochet, like insane shots that um, you have to try and sort of like line up and get right. And it's it's really cool. Like I really, really enjoy it. So I played quite a bit of that. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I don't feel it's, it's not overly punishing. Um, I like my characters have died in, in levels, but I've either gone back through that level and finished it with, like all three characters I've taken in or whatever or all two characters each depending on how many I can take in for my loadout essentially is there permadeath? Um, there's not permadeath uh, that's the thing uh, I think that's why I'm finding it a little bit more enjoyable I, I'm a little bit less stressed about like if a character dies in a level I'll be like nah I did something stupid then I'll just restart and I'll restart the level straight away but you could still finish that that tra- uh, that, that level uh, without so that is not going to prepare you in a battle <laughs> Oh god! Imagine, oh, imagine if you were in a real battle, and then you had to suddenly like it's like no permadeath actually exists. <laughs> yeah, but I can still ricochet bullets, right? Uh, sure, that's, Joel. Yes, yeah. you can do that. Yeah, cool. As long as I can do that, it's fine. No I'll one tell him that he cannot do that. <laughs> um, that's really good. It was it was like twelve bucks. It's cross buy on on Vita and PS4. Um, it is also on wii u on 3ds as well i'm pretty sure yes it is yeah and i think it's on on steam as well it's on pc so yes it's on most things uh it's on mobile as well which i feel like it a mobile game would be really cool um but yeah it's really really great uh so check that one out if you're interested in that kind of thing or if you're like me and you're sort of always intrigued by turn-based rpgs but some of them are a little bit too stressful um this is a nice sort of like entry-level like light version, I guess. The stress keeps um, you on your toes, Joel. Oh, it's still, it's still. I've had some some pretty hectic moments in there, but um, uh, yeah, that's really really cool. Uh, I've also been playing uh, the Swindle, and that's only in the last couple of days. So, I it's one of the PlayStation Plus games for January this month. Um, it's cross buy again with the Vita and PS4. It's uh, it's also on Steam as well, and I think I, I think it's on Xbox One. Or 360, it's on one of them, um, and yeah, it's a, a another 2D platformer. But it's uh, what's the way to describe it? It's like a Steam-based cyberpunk heist game, essentially. 
So it's sort of like this sort of weird sort of steampunky cyberpunk mashup future um, so sort of where like, you play this. Sort of like SteamWorld Heist, but not? Kind of, yeah, yeah. A little less like, like yeah, it, it, it's, it's very similar. Um, but it's just a, it's an action side-scroller. Um, and basically you have the setup of the game is you've got to try and destroy this, I think, this sort of like criminal surveillance system that's going to go up in 100 days. Um, and if that goes up, your career as a criminal is over because basically like minority report uh, style authorities will be coming after you. Uh, so you have 99 days, which is essentially you have 99 levels. That's your lives, essentially. Um so you go in, you plan a heist, you, or you plan a heist, you go into a level, and it's procedurally generated each time. Um, you spawn in as a character, you've got to try and steal as much as you can, and you can leave whenever you want. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. So it's like trying to be like stealthy and sneak around and like attack people from behind and like lure people out and set mines off, and then like hack computers, computer terminals to get more money out of it. And, and then with that cash that you get, you can put it into like permanent upgrades. Um, for your your team essentially, because when you die, you start as a new character. So, so it's kind it's of like rogue a, legacy. It's a roguelike. Yeah, pretty much. So it's talking my language here, um, but yeah, it's great. The art style is so cool. It's this sort of like hand drawn, like it's like if Scott Pilgrim was like scrawled on a bit of paper almost, like 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 hand drawn that way, and the characters look very Scott Pilgrimy. Um, like the the manga the the um the, the comic that, that is, um, it's really cool. I I downloaded it. It finished downloading last night. I started playing it at like eleven thirty, and I went to bed at four thirty, and I played it solidly for that entire time. And then before we started recording tonight, I had a couple of quick more rounds as well. Um, it's really cool. So like you've got to try and uh, you've got to get enough cash so you can unlock the sec- get security clearance to get to the the higher levels, and eventually the last level is called the swindle. And that's like the, the final complex that you need to go into and stop this thing from happening. Um, it's tough as well. It's pretty unforgiving. Sounds um, like a roguelike. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I, I'm highly enjoying it. It's, it's also got that overall progression though where it's like you feel like even if you die, if you've got like you, if you get back to your ship uh, or like your, your shuttle essentially in time before you get caught or like you've successfully gotten all the money out and no one's seen you can go back to your ship you leave and then that money gets banked essentially so it's almost like you know you could just go in and get that first terminal and and get a whole bunch of money from that and a couple of little bits on the ground and then leave and then you're guaranteed to get a little bit of a payday but then you could just go a bit further and uh try and see how greedy you can get and get as much as you can out of each level um and yeah, it's I I love it. It's highly enjoyable, and it's free if you've got PlayStation Plus at the moment. Um, so yeah, if, if what do you got to lose? Go and check it out. And so I haven't actually booted it up on my PlayStation Four yet. I've downloaded it on it. I'm thinking about carrying my save across because it's got cross save. Um, but I've been playing it on my Vita, and it's awesome. It's really good, highly enjoyable. And yeah, if you've got PlayStation Plus, get it. It's a big tick from me. But Kyron, the probably the most interesting and exciting and best game that I've played recently in this break was only in the last couple of days as well. I finally took the plunge and I bought Thumper. Um, Thumper is the... Um, and they describe it as a rhythm violence game. 
Um, and if you play the game, you kind of get that vibe. Um, it's not like blood and gore violence. It's just violent in, in, in like, the like absolute pivotal meaning of that word. Like it the actual, looks super intense. It's crazy intense. Um, like I wrote here in our notes, you've probably seen. It's like it all in caps. The most original and tense rhythm game I have ever played, and that is. 100% true and I've played a lot of rhythm games and a lot of interesting rhythm games like Crypt of the Necrodancer was a really cool rhythm game um, and uh, and I've played all your classics like your rock bands and DDRs and all that sort of stuff I've played them for years and I really enjoy them never forget I've Audio been, Surf <laughs> yeah Audio Surf as well like love that um, if I had to put any of those as like akin to Thumper it would be something like Audio Surf um, or um, Amplitude even for what I, little I played of that uh, where it's basically this weird little bug thing going down a track, um, and then you all the controls are just the left thumbstick and the X button, and that's it. And it's the way that they use that that simple control setup, um, combined with the most intense score to a rhythm game I've ever heard. Uh, like, like normally you think of rhythm games, you think of something like Rock Band, or you think of something like Dance Dance Revolution, which are either like, you know, licensed music or upbeat, you know, like J-pop, K-pop stuff. Um, this is just brooding and dark and intense the entire way through. Um, there's six levels. I've finished three of them so far. Um, each level's broken up into about 20 parts, like 20 stages, I guess you could say. Um, there's boss fights in there, um, and the, the things that they've done with rhythm in this game, like, some, like, some rhythms that you would never ever see in a rhythm game are are being pulled off, like, weird time signatures, and it's just so good, I cannot, cannot express, if you're, if you're into rhythm games, you need to have this game, um, it's on sale at the moment, it's like 20 bucks, and I, it's, I honestly, it's one of the ones that ends today. Oh, that's a shame. I think. I, I'm pretty excited. I looked at it going, oh, I should get it. But, uh. Oh, it's so good. Even still, like, it's 30 bucks normally. It's, oh, my God. And it's VR compatible as well. There's a VR mode, and I don't have access to VR at the moment, but I really want to play this game in VR because I cannot imagine how intense and chaotic and just visceral this game would be in VR. Um, because it's already like I stopped playing last. I played it for like a couple of hours, like an hour and a half last night, and I, I stopped playing to go watch something. And I realized as I looked away from the screen, I think I'd blinked about four times in that hour and a half. So my eyes were like dry. I was like, "Oh God! Oh wow! Okay." I was like, I was in another place playing this game. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so yeah. Again, another game, that and Firewatch, uh, If had I played them before our last episode, would have made my top six a little bit different, I would say. Really good stuff. Oh my god, Kyron Thump is so good. I'd heard good things about it, and I was like, I should really check it out, and I finally took the plunge on it, and I do not regret a cent. At all. When it, when there's a a drought next, I'll look into it. Oh, you should, man. It's so good. Um just really intriguing and it's hard too um i started playing i looked at the trophy list the trophy list is sort of um at first if you look at it it's basically get through all six levels and then get an s rank on all levels 
basically. That that's the trophy list and a platinum trophy. And I was like, oh yeah, well, I was getting a couple of S ranks here and there in the first couple of level in the first two levels, um, in a couple of the stages in those levels. I was like, I'm getting some S ranks. Like I, I could probably do this. This is good. I'm, I'm I'm okay at rhythm games. I could probably do this. And then I got to the third one, and it got they introduced a new mechanic, and I was like, oh. Oh god! Oh, and I got stuck for about twenty minutes trying to figure out that said mechanic, um, and yeah, it it really threw me for a loop. And I was like, maybe this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. But um, yeah, it's it's unforgiving, um, but so good. It's almost like a like like a Souls rhythm game, just because it's like it rewards you for learning patterns and learning the controls and mastering. Uh, like I guess enemy attacks, but like you know, mastering the 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 track itself. Um, but oh boy, oh boy, it's good. But uh, that's about it. I've I've played a couple of other things, but um, I played some board games. I played a really sweet board game called Drury Hamlet. That game, that shit is awesome. You can't even buy it at the moment. Uh, a friend of ours had a Kickstarter edition of it, and it's holy shit, it's good. Um, we played it two nights in a row. I was so. It was so much fun. Um, yeah, I played a bit of uh, like a digital board game on my phone called Elder Sign. Um, I've also played a couple of other games I'm going to talk about in future episodes, like Darkest Dungeon, but I haven't played enough of that yet to sort of come back with a more in-depth analysis on it. So that's really good, though. So yeah, that's me. That's me for the the Christmas break. I've definitely made the most of my time. That's what it's for, Joel. That is what it mm-hmm. is for. And I also used some of my gift vouchers I got for Christmas to buy PlayStation credits so I could buy said games on the PlayStation Store. Um, so I feel like that was a good... That was money well spent. Oh, cool. Awesome. All right, shall we, uh, shall we dive into some news, Kyron? Yeah, I think it's that time of the episode. It's been yeah, a, I think so. It's been sort of a slow start of 2017, but, you know, the year is just beginning. Oh, yeah, Kyron, we've got a big one next week. Oh, we've got a big thing next, next week. week is gonna be, is, next week is Christmas, really. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's technically, it's, you know, it's kind of like my birthday because it's like a week or so before my birthday. So it's, we're just kicking off a celebration early. It's fine. Thanks, Nintendo. Um, we'll get to that in a second, though. Um, cool. Well, today, some big stuff happened. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda got a release date. And a new trailer, um, but release date, which is March twenty first. That's awfully qu- close, Kyron. Oh, look, I believe it. Uh, look, I I do probably about eighty five percent. I still think there's that little slim chance that it might. They might go. Oh, sorry, sorry, we uh we jumped the gun on this one a little bit. But I mean, wow, that's uh, super close. How, how are we going to aboard the hype train there if we? I I won't be at launch, unfortunately. <laughs> well, that's it. Like I mean, like I've said before, we'll probably get it in our house at some point early on because Ash really likes Mass Effect as well. So uh, while I'm playing other things, um, and maybe with the Switch, you know, she'll be able to play Mass Effect as well. But yeah, that's um that's close. It's like. This is a fucking two months away, like two and a half months away. Um, I mean, Andromeda's been in development for a while. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and from what we've seen of it, it looks good. Like, it looks done. And you um, can also, I mean, from that new gameplay trailer, 
when you watch it, you can also kind of tell it is still just Mass Effect. So I yeah. don't doubt they could turn it around pretty quickly when chunks of it don't look that different. That's true. I mean, it is, it's running in Frostbite now, but like that's a, just a case of like upgrading the engine and just going, all right, cool, let's chuck out whatever assets and stuff that we've got in this and try and up, upgrade them into that. Um, maybe uh, Telltale should take a leaf out of their pit and <sighs> if fucking only, upgrade there. If Goddamn engine. only Telltale would update their engine. Ugh, anyway. Um, but yeah, there was a new trailer that came out, a new gameplay trailer. It's about two and a half minutes long. Uh, showed some interesting things. Uh, the most notable one that I saw was the fact that it seems like you can switch classes on the fly. I mean, I think um, they had said that in the cover story from Game Informer. Right, okay. I still don't like it. Look, I... It'll be... I'll have to wait until I get hands-on with it and go, alright, cool, I, I either like it or I don't like it. Um, the, the 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 way that I feel like that they could do it that makes the most sense and sort of be the most re- optimal way to do it is you can't do it in combat. So you can't, like, pause the menu. Because it is a case of, like, pausing the game, going into a menu, selecting which one you want, and then activating that profile, I think that were called, from memory. Um, so, yeah, and then, then you've got those abilities. Um, but does that mean you're going to have to upgrade... I guess if you find one that you're going to use, that would be the one you're going to upgrade the most. But um, if it, having it out of, like, being able to do it in combat wouldn't make sense. So if you can only do it out of combat and out of, like, you know, aggro enemies, like, that would make sense to me, and I'd be okay with that. I don't know. Like, I still just prefer the pick a class and then grow that class and just really sort of dig into that class and get to know it really well. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not. But, you can probably you can still do it in this, no doubt. But like I don't know, having the option to just flip a switch and just be like, now I'm this, and now I'm this, and now I'm that. Like I don't know. I'm not convinced in, by it. Also, the gameplay is, didn't look super great. Yeah, look, it looked good. I, I think it looked fun. Um, look, it it looks like a game that I would definitely play. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm wondering how, in context of the story as well, that would relate to you being able to switch on the fly. Because that was part of, like, you know, when you selected your class at the start of a Mass Effect game, it was, you also sort of had to select your backstory, I guess, that went with it, like, you know, that would give you certain things as well. Um, and yeah, so, like, I, I guess that you sort of, like you said, get attached to it, you have that moment, grow that character out, and have that one sort of focused speciality that you had. Um, the only other reason I could think they're doing it as well, that you have access to them all in the single player, so that in the multiplayer, you know what each of the, the, the classes do. Yeah, but, but I don't want single player to take a hit for multiplayer. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like that would be a really shitty move as well, because part of the fun of Mass Effect 3 multiplayer was going, oh, there's a new class that I've unlocked, a new character and a class that I've unlocked. I'm going to give that character a go, and then you're getting in there and going, oh, how do I do this? Oh, space punch shotgun, that's how I do it. Joel, um, I... I hate Space I hate you. Shotgun for life, man. Enjoy dying, Joel, because I will not be resing you. I had so much fun. It's good. As long as I'm having fun, it's alright. Yeah. It's the important cool. thing. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that you yeah. enjoy making us fail. My yeah, yeah. My team may suffer, but I'm having a ball. Um But yeah, like some cool stuff that was in the trailer. Uh look, I'm still I am excited for the game, but I'm just I don't know enough. 
narrative wise being what we've been given so far is like all right you you're you're the pathfinder go go and find a new place for us to colonize go i mean like, i i would say they're just trying to keep the narrative under wraps but which is good which is good but i feel like there are some things they they could give a little bit of a tease i'm still hurting from mass effect 3 man uh, and no. to a degree, I'm also hurting a little bit from Dragon Age Inquisition, which wasn't a bad game, but it no, still has it was... fair share of issues that I'm worried will carry across into Andromeda. But mm, we'll see. It was a, I guess it was a padded game, and I'm, it was. yeah, like I feel like that could carry the way that they're presenting what Andromeda's like. You know, the the worlds and stuff that you're trying to, to go to and find and and uh, like explore. I feel like there could be a lot of padding in there as well that could be... Hey, uh, you know, by the way, don't give us an entire first section of the game that you spend nine hours in before you realise that there's 16,000 other lands you need to go to. Oh, my God. Please I don't wasted do that. so much time in that first zone the in fucking, Inquisition. The, the Hinterlands, I think? Yeah. Fucking Hinterlands can go... It, it, you could quest there forever and oh, never see the rest of the game. That That was its own game. Like, that was its own game there, and then it was, like, the sequels with the other fucking <laughs> lands that you went to. And they were, like, a quarter of the site. Anyway. Anyway. But, I mean, we'll see. It, very soon, we'll see when uh, we get a bit more information, maybe when we get, like, people start getting review copies and stuff like that closer to the release date. We'll see what happens. Um, anything else you wanted to add about that one? Um, oh, look, I want to be, I want to believe, I want to be excited, but Bioware have got some work to do for me, to, to win me back over completely. Yeah, and I think that's, that's... And especially with that launch date, if it ends up being, like, it's already, so that's really close to Persona 5, which is oh, yeah, obviously, like, this game is nothing compared to Persona no, 5 in my mind, no. just not even, it, not even in the same league. It's peanuts. It's nothing. But it's not even a thing. It yeah. could also end up dropping, assuming the Switch stuff happens mid to late March, around Zelda as well. Yeah. Another game which I would say this doesn't really compare to for me, because it's just Zelda is magic. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I, I agree. Like, I love Mass Effect. I, I really love that series, regardless of how it ended. Um, I Bad really like the... Is the answer. Well, it did end bad, but I I liked the journey of three anyway of Mass Effect three. I liked the build up to it. If you just just ignore the last like resolution of the game, you could ignore but, the last two hours of it. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, there there were some really great moments in that game that I I highly enjoyed. Um, but two was always the pinnacle. Um, so they peaked. But I'm look. I'm excited to see like a hopefully standalone Mass Effect story. Um, that has a clear cut beginning and end, um, and I think it's not Rogue like one stage... showed those stories can really work. Exactly, absolutely, absolutely, and I feel like yeah, if that's what they're going for with this, I, I I could imagine they're breathing a huge sigh of relief after seeing the reception, like you said, to Rogue One. That's yeah, a really good comparison. Give me a good one and done. Yep, yep, just a like an isolated set story that's like yeah like i said has a clear cut beginning and end not like well maybe we'll find out what happens in the next episode like no no just give us one game in this franchise have your franchise release a game for it ever however many years but this one is just self-contained so i'm excited for that but we'll see 
We will indeed we'll see. see, Joel. Mm. What do we got next, Kyle? So next up is something that most people probably won't even care about. <laughs> uh, but there's it, it, one person that we know will probably care a lot if it's a certain game. He'll care a lot, except for his, it's not the way. It's not going to go his way. So Hideaki Itsuno recently tweeted about the fact that he is hoping to reveal a new game this year. Uh, for those who don't know, he he is with the good folk at Capcom. Lovely. Fine folk. He the two most the, the most notable things he has worked on in the past is Devil May Cry two through four, and okay. Dragon's Dogma. What's that? I don't know, man. That doesn't exist, does it? <laughs> Wow, so, that's a super that's a super that's a, in joke there. Injury. Sorry, everyone else in the world listening to this. Um, uh, we do know what Dragon's Dogma is. Don't yes, worry, do. I never finished yeah. it because I don't know. I don't know why I just never did. But I never played it. I wanted to. It looks good. It's fun. It's it's fun. Mm. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, the fan, the internet has has decided it will either be Devil May Cry Five, a straight follow on from Devil May Cry Four, and completely rightfully ignoring DMC. <laughs> Forget it happened. Didn't happen. Yep. Go straight to Devil May Cry 5. I'm all about that. Uh, or, yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2, which, yeah, sure, that'll happen. Hopefully yeah, well... I see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, look, I, how well did... Do we know how well, like, Dark Arisen did when it got re-released last year? I mean, people were talking about it again, but... Yeah, it was received pretty well critically i don't know how well it sold though just from capcom's point of view a devil may cry is probably a safer bet oh yeah god yeah especially if it is going to be like a just like straight cut dry follow-on from um from four from four i mean i have no i have no connection or knowledge of the devil may cry universal story i've i've played a little bit of one of them i can't remember but maybe one you sure um wouldn't it have been three? Was it was it with um shirt did okay, was Dante wearing a shirt? Uh I remember playing I remember playing a bit of I remember hiring one when oh, okay. I had our friends PS two. Um and I might have played a little bit of three as well, I'm not sure. Like there've always been games especially now being such like a after playing stuff like Bayonetta, like You'd really enjoy them, I think. Yeah, I think I need to go back to them. But um, You can get four on PS four. Yeah, I did see that, and I'm I'm tempted, but like in terms of story, am I going to miss out on like like does it fill in the gaps? Uh, I mean, not really. It's, it doesn't, and there are a lot of characters from previous games in Devil May Cry Four, but just for gameplay alone, it's pretty fun. Okay, all right. It but, seems like a, like I, like I, I I like what I know of Dante. I think he's a cool character. He's a fun guy. Mm, yeah, and. uh... Of course, like, it's worth remembering that Devil May Cry, of course, was... I mean, the, the series did also, once upon a time, have the wonderful Hideki Kamiya... Kamiya? Kamiya? Working on it? Who was, of course, the, the dude of Platinum. Right, of course. That's, okay. That's when... That's where basically... You could, you could basically say that's where Bayonetta came from, really. Yeah. Bayonetta is a, a spiritual successor to Devil May Cry. Oh, uh, yeah. I definitely... From what, I, what I've seen... Like you guys play of, of Devil May Cry, what little I played of myself, I can already see the the similarities and the the, the connection that those two franchises have. It's very, very, very um, obvious. But yeah, so but, uh, we don't know exactly what it is, but he hopes to reveal it this year. So I guess we'll strap ourselves in and get ready to wait 
I don't know. Maybe E3, but Japanese announcements could be Tokyo Game Show. Or it could just be a random day Capcom goes, eh, new game. Surprise, bitches, yeah. Like, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, hey, there's a new Double Dragon game coming out. Yeah, holy so crap, that came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere, and it's like like old school throwback as well. But anyway. hope it's good. But speak, speaking of Platinum, though, Karin, just briefly, how good is that Nier Automata demo? Uh, yes, actually, we probably should have listed that under what we've been playing. I was going to put it on there, and I forgot before we started recording. That shit is awesome. It's it's very good. It's good to see Platinum making a game that... Not it's that I, I don't hate the quick turnaround games. I've had, like... Uh, what was there? There was Korra, there was Transformers, there was TMNT. Transformers was great. Transformers was awesome. It was, it was definitely a great game, but it isn't up on the same level as... A, oh, God, no. A good, like a really good Platinum game. Like Bayonetta 2. Like, that shit is mind-blowingly good. Yeah, but it, it, it's good. But, like, Nier Automata feels like a Bayonetta game. It feels like like they're, like a Metal Gear Rising uh, Revengeance. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. Rising Revengeance. Re- my favorite, regenerate. My favorite part about the game is just its movement. The animation yeah. and like the sort of mobility you have when you really dig into that combat. Oh man, it's it's going to be... And I love the way sometimes it'll be like, cool, running along. Not, now I'm a side-scroller. Now I'm a yep. shmup game. Love. It's like, oh, oh, whoa, it's, please, it's guys. <laughs> but it all works together yeah. so well. Like, it works so well. I need um, to track down a copy I of guess, the original Nier and try and play yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it... I guess mild spoilers for the the demo. It's, it's a only demo. Like an hour long. It's you can not super it. long. When you get that fucking sweet like mech suit thing at the end, yeah. Oh, that shit was awesome. And you grab like the side of the boss and like you rip its arm. Oh my god, it's gonna be a fun game. And that comes yeah. out in March as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm you know more interested. I, I know more about that game than I know about Mass Effect Andromeda at this stage. So <laughs> I mean, that's because you played it. Well, exactly. But, you know, so I mean, like, I've, I've, I have more of an idea of like that universe. I guess I don't know. But yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting news. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. It could go either way. Yeah. But um, Joel, I think it's time for us to get comfy, like pull up a chair. Yep. We're gonna sit down in the switch corner. <laughs> Settle in. Yeah, right in the switch corner. Because uh, obviously, the big switch event is next week next yes. Friday for Australia it's 3 one o'clock one week away it's like one week and almost 12 hours away 3pm mm. next hours. Friday oh boy yes oh and I don't start working until 6 o'clock so I will be watching that shit live um but so on like because we, we're getting so close now leaks are like leaks that have already been happening to the Switch prior to now but they seem to be starting to really really go get in there the most interesting of which today relates, of course, to none other than Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm, a yes. game that has for so long, like, Nintendo's like, not, nah. well, they never, they never officially said it was coming at the same time as the Switch. It was a 2017 game. And there'd been so much talk about it getting delayed recently. A lot of the prominent leakers were like, nah, it's probably going to mislaunch. So just be ready yep. for that. And now, and I think a lot of us. I think a lot of us were prepared for that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's Zelda. Zelda gets delayed until it's ready, and exactly, you whether you like it or not, like you get a better game because of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it sounds like again, all the now all the, the leakers have come back out, and like Eurogamers run the story that apparently 
as of late last year, it sounds like a decision was made by Nintendo of Japan, like, no, this game is coming out when a Switch does. So it has, like, right. the best possible launch lineup. Makes sense. Yeah, like, absolutely. But the, the important takeaway is it sounds like, at this point, Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Japan are ensuring that Zelda launches alongside the Switch. Nintendo of Europe doesn't know yet. Like, from what it sounds like, they want more testing and localization time, like as much as they can get, which would, as a result, push it probably away from a Switch launch title. Oh, so that's... That's tough. It's tough. It's worth remembering that it's not all despair for us Australians yet, even though we are roped in with Nintendo of Europe. Because... I think it was, I think it was the first Yokai watch we got before Europe because they were like, ah, you know, Australia only really needs English as far as like the PAL versions go. Like we don't. Yeah, exactly. So I, we got it around the same time as America and Japan, whilst poor Europe had to wait until like another three or four months after we got it. Yeah. So, and I guess the other thing is, assuming all these leaks line up, the, the Switch itself will be region free. Well, that yeah. So, it so might not even be an issue. Yeah. Look, I, I think, I think it needs to be a launch title. Honestly, I think. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not, but I think it needs to be. That's that's a system seller right there. Really, like you look at you look at anyone who's seen anything from that game. People are like, oh wow, that Zelda game looks pretty cool. Like the funny thing is, know, that could change next week, Joel, when we see this three D Mario. Wow, that's true, yeah. Like, that... A 3D Mario that plays like Mario 64 or even Mario Galaxy could easily knock a Zelda off for me because those games are just... Oh my god, they are so beautiful. Yeah. Well, well, when was the last time we had a a new, new Mario game and a Zelda game as launch titles? I'm pretty sure never. Like... Never? I don't want Was Ocarina a launch title? No... It wasn't? No. Oh, I thought it was. See, I no, thought maybe the 64, but like... It came out in 98. That's even more insane. Like, you know, having those two absolute ten- Nintendo tent poles, just, yeah, cool, here's our new system. It does all this really cool stuff. All right, great. What games you got for it? How about a new Mario and new Zelda? Everyone fucking loses their mind. Like... Yeah, like, we, we can get into... We'll touch on, like, what we hope to see a bit later on because like yep. the Switch is absolutely set up like it's poised to just have a ridiculously good launch lineup. oh yeah but uh yeah so I just thought that was really interesting it popped up today in my Twitter feed and I've been keeping an eye on it it's been interesting to watch all these yeah. leakers just like being like look yeah apparently they've changed their mind like I think it was Emily Rogers is one of the other ones I follow who literally tweeted She's like, look, you get some rumors right, you get some wrong. And she expects to be wrong on Zelda. It's coming March in NA. So, again, you can always take it with a grain of salt, but it would make sense that Nintendo wants this at launch. Yeah, I know this might be for later on for this presentation sort of talk, but do you think we'll get a release date at the at the announcement next week? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I, it has to be. We will get a launch like a launch date and a price and the bundles absolutely will yeah. happen. Oh, I meant for Zelda though. Oh, like, for Zelda, yeah, because it'll be it'll be part of a launch lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, you were saying about how, you know, this is, the Switch is poised to have a, a such a great lineup or like, you know, a launch window lineup. There's been a couple other things that have come out as well. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, so Beyond Good and Evil 2, which has been long rumoured to be a Switch exclusive um, and in development from uh, Ubisoft, uh, or partnership with Ubisoft, uh, it's some sort of weird relationship. It's, but yeah. Yeah, it's the guy who created it is is making it, and Ubisoft are helping, but it's not. Yeah, anyway, um, so it's rumored to be a an exclusive for Switch. Yes, rumored for twelve months at least. So the potential down the road to be uh, released on other platforms, but at this stage, if the rumors are to be believed, it could be that it is a twelve month release uh, exclusivity to the the Switch. And additionally, the interesting caveat there is on the Switch, it'll be, according to the rumors, it'll be a physical and digital game, but after 12 months, when it comes to the other platforms, it'll be digital only at that point. Right, so they just stop production on the So it sounds like, if this is to be believed, like Nintendo is backing like physical discs for this to get it out there. Mm. Or physical carts in this case, I guess. yeah, yeah. Whereas Um, when it comes to other platforms, Ubisoft is probably like, eh, digital. Yep. Well, I, you know, does that give us a little bit of a nervous, nervous Nelly shakes about Nintendo's online infrastructure carrying across to the Switch? No. Nah. I, I mean, no. I, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be perfect, but they're, they're partnering with DNA, and I think DNA has definitely taken, like, it's been a, there's been some promising stuff coming from DNA, and they seem yeah. to know online pretty well. And as yeah, well as sure. the fact that Nintendo's finally was like, shit, we probably should go and get help with our online. Yeah, it's, 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 the, it's one of the areas we're lacking in quite a lot. Instead of just, like, renting games by servers. Oh, God, Jesus. Um, <laughs> darker yeah, days, Joel, darker days. Oh, God. But um, that, that's cool, because then that means we've got that, that launch... Oh, I mean, if it is launch, but, like, I, I mean, we've got that, uh, I'm assuming, launch window niche title because obviously beyond good and evil isn't going to be for everyone not everyone's super excited for it a lot of people are um i never played the original i played a little bit of it and i liked what i played i just never got through much more of it it was a cool idea for a game um it kind of feels like an an expanded upon pokemon snap in a way yeah right like it's like a a pokemon snap with like you know with a game there as well a zelda game yeah like yeah like exploration and all this other stuff as well and the world that they were setting up was kind of cool as well um so, I mean, I'd be interested to have a look into that, but it's cool that they've got that, that niche title that was, was also for, like, people who are like, oof, Mario and Zelda, how cliche. It's like, well, he's Beyond Good and Evil 2, and people are like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, well, because according, according to Laura Dale, who was, of course, like, the, the leaker when it comes to the Switch, yeah, uh, according to, to Dale, uh, Ubisoft has a teaser trailer ready, and it will be shown most likely towards the end of its big event next week, which would line it up to be exactly like how Nintendo was just like, hey, guess what? Bayonetta 2. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone, everyone was just like, what? Nintendo Bayonetta 2? The f- yeah. What world am I living in? That was that was a crazy reveal. That's and it still, was... like, to this day, that's one of the craziest things I think I've seen. Nintendo going, oh, Bayonetta? Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll yep. back a Bayonetta game and put it exclusively on our platform. And, like, like non-Nintendo... <laughs> Yeah, like non Nintendo like Bayonetta fans just fucking cracking the shit. They lost over their minds. Well. Yeah, um, but guess yeah, what? I, if I, I didn't pay for it, it wouldn't exist. So exactly, I, I think it that makes a lot of sense for it to be um, at the end of the the, the press conference as well um, to be yeah. sort of like one of the final stingers as well. Yeah, you got to save those megatons, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Um, but. Continuing on with 
potential awesome things that could come to the Switch. Um, something that we're potentially both excited for happening is uh, a potential Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. That's the that's tagline for it, isn't it? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Yes, oh, nailed it. Uh, there's a potential like a, a GameCube port slash maybe a HD remake uh, coming to the Switch, uh, reportedly. You can't see me, but uh, I'm shaking my head about the HD thing. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I honestly think if, if all the rumors are to be believed as well, and the fact that it's going to have a GameCube virtual console, obviously I feel like the, the straight port's going to be the way they're going to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, and it would make sense. It'd be a way to get it out there. Um, they don't need to have another company. Like, they don't need to have the original company, like mm-hmm. Silicon Knights, working <laughs> on it, because that's not going to happen. No. Um. And yeah, they can just port that game and straight put it straight up on, on digitally to buy. And you know what? I'll buy that shit. That is a horror game that I really enjoyed and I wanted to finish and I never did. And um, I liked all the stuff they did with that game. Like the, the the sanity meter stuff when it got dropped too low and it started fucking with your TV and things like that it was so cool. I love. Never that forget shit. the blue screen. Oh, the blue screen was awesome. Or like or when like, it w- when it would turn down your TV. Like yep. the volume thing would pop up, and you're like, "What? What? Hang away!" I, but and it would not be nothing like the the volume like interface of your TV. Yeah, and that's but it the would thing. still throw you for a second. So much of that stuff will be interesting on our modern HD TVs if that happens. Oh yeah! Oh, imagine if it was like you're playing it on like the obviously they'd have to do this to a remake of it, but like if you're playing it on like the actual tablet part and it like switch to the screen on your TV, <laughs> like. Oh god, like that would fuck with you massively. Um, and there's heaps of potential there for that kind of stuff if it is a HD remake. But well, um, I mean, uh, this it's worth remembering. Switch doesn't operate like it. It's either you're either playing it on the handheld or it's docked. oh, that's right. Yeah, you've got to dock it. Yeah, no, no dual um, screen. Dual screen's dead. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I. I, that was something I thought was really cool. I just sort of saw today, and I was like, yes. Well, I mean, here's make the thing. Happen. Like if. If this is just like a GameCube virtual console game, it opens the door for a sequel, which I know oh, that yes. like Dennis Dyack or whatever his name is has been trying to get off the ground. Yeah, you know what, Nintendo? I say what you do is you do a sequel. You go and find all those all those members of Team Silent that that Konami just cast aside, and you get yeah. them on this game. Do that. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, that would be great. Um something I probably wouldn't be able to play, but great. I don't know, it was something about like the 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 um the horror parts of that game were so different and they weren't jump scary, they were like psychological and startling more than like heart would, attack inducing. You would love Silent Hill Joel if you like scares. like psychological horror is the best horror. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, and it was it was so interesting. I honestly can't remember what that game was about. I just remembered those moments, and I really enjoyed it. Like, like there's a part where there's um, invincible enemies would come. If your sanity meter dropped too low, there'd be enemies that you couldn't kill, and you'd start freaking out, going, why am I not being able to hit this enemy? And then you go, oh, that's right. My sanity's dropped down. And then it, like, it would like snap out of a flashback, and you go, oh, I'm okay, but I need to get my brain better before I move on. I mean, the game um, gets weird. There's no doubt about it. Like... Oh, it's a weird game, but it's it's cool. And I and to think it be... was a GameCube game. It's a GameCube game, and a Topps GameCube game. 
underrated GameCube game. A tops, game. like, psychological survival horror game on GameCube. Yep. yep, with a weird setting and just, yeah, it was awesome. It was cool. I liked it. So I hope so. Fingers crossed. Uh, what do we got next, Karen? Oh, the next one, Joel. Oh, my God. This one's a big one. So the next one is another virtual console rumor. It's one that we've, yep. we've like... It's been a rumor that's been persisting for just so long now. Oh, so long. Basically, it suggests that Mother 3 will finally be announced for the Switch Virtual Console as a quarter two 2017 game, and it will be re- revealed next week at the Switch event. I think the internet will explode. I think, I think <sighs> like, it Nintendo should, communities it... everywhere will melt down. Mother 3 is the best Earthbound game. It is the best Mother game. I cannot stress that enough. That's exciting for, for me. For someone who's only just recently played Earthbound for the first time and finished it, and I fucking loved it. Oh, Mother 3. I'm excited. It is a special game. Uh, just what that game does with like characters and the story and how it, like, how it advances the gameplay from Earthbound... It's very cool, and I hope it happens. And because like Mother Three has always been persistent, like ever since Nintendo had that robot chicken E three thing. Oh yeah, where they had that like that spoof where Reggie was fielding questions and someone asked him why haven't they brought Mother Three to the West? And yep, ever since like as soon as Nintendo like mentioned Mother Three in like an official Nintendo thing, Nintendo was like, all right, well where is it, guys? Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, it's it's all signs point to possibility possibly happening, especially considering Earthbound releasing for the the 3DS last last year, and as well as on the Wii U Virtual Console as well. Oh, on the Wii U Virtual Console as well. So it was, you know, they're they're pushing that name back out there, going, and, and guys, we haven't forgotten. And they localized the original Mother as well, and put it on the Wii U Virtual Console. Oh, that's right. Yes. Mother Beginnings, um, I think it's called. So, yeah. like, the stage is set for this, and I, I'm so excited. Like, if it if it happens, I'm just gonna lose my damn mind. I, look, I I think it's highly possible. I think, like, it, it definitely all roads lead to this actually happening. Um, I mean, say what you will. Like, it is it is a scummy business move because Nintendo knows that people want this game on their virtual oh, console. Oh God, yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely it's business one hundred and one. It's like give the people what they want, and like but like make them wait for it, and just same reason at the right time. Same reason where they're like, oh, sorry, Super Nintendo games can only play on the new 3ds. Sorry, <laughs> they're fucking Super Nintendo games. <laughs> I know. I'm sure but, there's some sort of complicated stuff about the, you know the hardware, but yeah, I, I don't know, no, man. No, I'm I sure. I don't know. It's inter- It's weird, but I call a little bullshit on that one. That's yeah. that one's a little iffy, but. Um, man, like, if if that's the case, if all these things that we've just... And these are only, like, four things of, of many, many, many things that have come out over the last week. A week or two, or even the last few months, even, the people talking about what's going to be the Switch and what's going to be on it and when's it going to be released and what price and all that sort of stuff. Um, this this uh, press conference is going to be very, very interesting. Um... So next week's episode's going to be... We're going to be riding that high, car. Next week is going to be just Switch. Yeah. 
It's gonna be a jolly episode. If I, that if one. we, like, when we're doing the notes, if you try to put anything on those notes that isn't Switch, I'm just gonna delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless something big happens, like next week is like a Nintendo extravaganza. Oh yeah, yeah. So everyone strap yourselves in for that one. I, I've got no problems with this because I feel like we're gonna have a lot to say. It could be good, could be bad. Who knows? Uh, spoiler alert: It's probably gonna be good, but I assume it's gonna be good. Uh, yeah. And also, yeah. don't forget to get your pre-orders in when that when it like the date and price goes live because Nintendo is not gonna make many of these for launch. Oh yeah, no, I, I that's I made sure I went and did that. I actually got from my uh, my Chris Kringle uh, at work got me a thirty-five dollar EB gift card. So that and a little bit of extra money I had got from my from my wife's uh, nan for Christmas. I put my fifty dollar deposit on, so I have one on. I have a deposit on one. And I thought if I do that, and it turns out that the thing sucks and I don't want it, I can always put that money towards something else. But yeah, I I need to have one on pre-order at least for that exact reason. Um, so I'm assuming did you also see? So Laura has also been tweeting about that Mario Rabbids crossover game as well. Oh yes, which is apparently. From what I saw someone else tweeting about today, from what they've seen, I think it was the person from Unseen 64 Okay, was tweeting about how it apparently plays like an XCOM sort of strategy game. What the... F- I, I, I was already like, okay, I'm kind of intrigued, like a Rabbids Mario crossover. That makes sense. I'm interested. Uh, it's going to be an RPG. All right, cool. That's cool. Like, I, I could get into that. A fucking... XCOM strategy game that's what is that what is this thing well apparently like from what again from what the sounds of it it's based around I think if I was reading correctly you're like the rabbits invading the mushroom kingdom uh, which is okay. great because fuck the rabbits I'll shoot the hell I guess I wouldn't shoot <laughs> them I'll shoot fireballs at them it'll feel good I hate you I've got a little bit of a soft spot for the rabbits. Back when they I first you do. were launched, just back back when they launched, I I little soft spot for them. They See, sort of, you know, deviated quite somewhat uh, over the years into shit territory. Um, but I don't know. Those first like Rayman Raving Rabbits was a fun game. I bought that game. It was super fun. I liked what I played of that. Um, they just so remind I'm, me that Ubisoft like rabbits more than they like goddamn Rayman now. <laughs> yeah, well, well, their rabbits are marketable. <sighs> Rayman's not anymore. But ah, oh, it's so frustrating because Rayman Origins was so good. Hey, Rayman Origins was good, and, and even like Legends um, was okay. Even like the the mobile ones were really good as well. Like the I can't remember what it's called Rayman Fiesta or something. I think it's called. There's the there's Endless been, Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there there were levels, but yeah, it was like it was like um, Super Mario Run, basically. Um, and yeah, that were really fun too. I played like the first one of those. Um, that was really fun. So, oh man, uh, this this conference is gonna be insane. Do we know how long it's gonna go for? Have they said how long? I don't think they've said yet. I assume like I think the Wii U one they did went for maybe nearly an hour. But I can't yeah. remember. But that had lots of like st- like demos and stuff. So right. again, who who fucking knows? Like, I think an hour is a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I uh, I'm pretty excited. But I'm excited. Should, should we talk about what we want to see there? Yeah, I look. This is something we thought about doing. Is just sort of having our uh, our not predictions, I guess, but like our our 
dream conference lineup of things things I mean, that we'd like to see happen not too crazy though because obviously my go-to answer is always going to be a metroid game but we won't yeah, see well, one of those next week that's number one that's number one we would like to see a new metroid game i think we're both you more so than me oh, but i would definitely I just, like to see a new metroid game i just want but, a new metroid game joel a new a new metroid game that actually has samus in it and not just in the background um Oh, Samus just came through and cleared out all these guys, but there's a few left over. You better get in there and help out. No. No, we want to be Samus. We want to get in there. We want to explore. They're growing the universe, Joel. I'm sorry, but it's for the best. Okay, no, it is for the best. It is for the best. Um, I I want to see how they can top, like, the robot chicken stuff. The fucking uh the puppets the weird yokai watch shorts i I think this is is gonna be a more standard thing joel i'm pretty sure yeah i know i know but i want to see what the next thing is they do like (laughs) i want to see what they're doing i think the next thing they're doing is just showing the switch and some games well that's true yeah but like they're gonna have they're gonna have that fucking you do you nintendo moment as well that's gotta be maybe like i don't know I I wouldn't be surprised if they play it super safe with this one. Uh, Just so that's true, because they want the switch. If you want to, this is like the apart from the launch of like the teaser trailer. This is like yeah. when people ask about the switch. This is what they're going to get referred to. So right, okay, yeah, it's true. I wouldn't be surprised want... if it sort of stays relatively serious. But I mean, who knows? I like, just want Nintendo one little bit weird. Oh, there might be a bit. And Bill Train will definitely be there. So. I want, like, I want, like, fucking a weird animated short with Bill and, and Reggie going on a holiday or something. I, I, that's just off the top of my head. That's what I want. I just want just a little, like, couple of minutes. <laughs> and then we move on. And I'll be like, ah, oh, Nintendo, I love how weird you are. Let's, let's hug and, and hug out the weirdness. Um, so, yeah, that's what I want. That's one thing I want. I want... See, the thing I want to do, like want to see i'm gonna see so i'll be happy like i want to see this mario game yeah no that's a big one we we I, obviously it's it's a thing that exists because even nintendo have acknowledged it because that's how we know about it so it it, it is real in some way shape or form so yeah it's real and it's gonna be a launch game yeah do you think they'll open out with that i like open. that'd be cool if they just i mean after obviously mario. they show the conference and everything i uh, show the um the console and everything and I I would I would be completely okay with them just like opening with Mario. Oh yeah, that's what they do. They can have him peeking out from behind the curtain and then revealing the curtain back and it's like, hey That's what I want. That's how I want things to kick off. <laughs> like a that's what a follow up to like the reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The creepy like fucking like I'm watching you, Mario. Like I want that but then he like actually goes, oh, reveals the curtain back, and it's like the logo for the new Mario Brothers game. That'd be cool. That's that's how I want to kick off the show, and it can only just go get better from there. Like that's <laughs> gonna be oh man. Yeah, Mario is like that's where I want to start. I want to see Mario like because it's so hot. Like we only we only seen like seconds of that game, and it it yeah, looks like it could seconds. be like sixty four and sunshine and all that. Yep but it could still be like 3D World. I want to believe it isn't. I, 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 it has to be. Like, he has like a life meter. 
you can see and there's like hearts or there's no life man there's like hearts that you can see in the level and I don't know and he does I, the triple yeah. jump the triple jump yeah wasn't the in triple jump 3D is a big world, one I'm pretty sure and I think like you know I mean 3D world was received relatively well I like it I like the game but it's a I'm, good game but I it's want, not no I want to explore as Mario again and really oh man the platforming in those old like 64 and Sunshine and all that, just so good. And 3D World was good, but the platforming wasn't really there. Yeah, right. Um, it was fun to play co-op, though. That was really cool. Well, not really co-op. It was more, like, competitive co-op. Can we, <laughs> more than anything. Can we pause for a second? Because my cat's oh, playing with something. Yeah, cool. I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> all right. Okay, she found a styrofoam from the mic stand. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. But well, it's Link's good curled up next to me on the thing. I didn't pause, by the way. I neither, neither did I. Like that was oh, pretty, okay, cool. That's that was a pretty easy plot to cut out. Mm. <coughs> um, all right. So we're talking about Mario. Uh, so I mean, Mario's how they start, but if so, Nintendo's got a, a lot of franchises. They yeah could announce I which if you had to pick one of them like because I mean I there's a pretty good chance we'll probably see a new game besides like obviously there's the ones we know about from the the preview yeah. we'll do probably you think see a we'll, bit more, we'll see a bit more Pikmin reckon we'll see a bit more Pikmin I reckon like they've already shown it so they might they might it won't be like a it won't be like a you mean the 3DS one Oh, it's a 3DS one, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's mind. that weird side-scroller one. That's right, never mind. I forgot it was a 3DS game. <laughs> um, cool. Then, yeah, um, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, we know there's an, uh, a mobile Animal Crossing coming up. That's true. Oh, a new Animal Crossing, like a new full Animal Crossing game. Yes, please. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, the rumor does suggest that Animal Crossing will be on the virtual console, though. Yeah, and I mean they've just released that update for um, uh, New Leaf, like in the last couple of months. So that's yeah for the Amiibo stuff. Yeah, so they're sort of like still backing that that version of the game a little bit, not a hundred percent, but they're still putting a few eggs in that basket. Um, what about new F Zero Karen? Nice one, Joel. Oh, very yeah. funny, Joel. But no, see, it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying it maliciously because I, I would like that as well. Like, I know it would be awesome. Um, new F Zero be rad. I, I, I know I'm going to be alone in this one, but I would love to see a new Mario Party game. Because imagine having like the Switch version and everyone like you come and hang out at my house, and we're like, all right, cool, let's bust out. And we've both got our Switches there, and we can both play Mario Party that way. You know what I mean? Like that. Or standing in line at PAX, or, you know, we can just bust out and play Mario Party together. That'd be fucking awesome. No, I'm sorry, Joel, but, like, Q game is Smash forever. Oh, um, yeah, obviously Smash as well, but, you know, I I would I would be totally on board with a Mario Party game. No, um, I'm going to break my Switch if I play Mario Party. <laughs> but, like, imagine having, like, you know, like a, uh, like a Mario Party mode that only uses the, the two Joy-Con controllers. 
So you, it's like a two-player, like a quick two-player game version. Not, so I guess just, in that case, I only break one of my Joy-Cons. That's not too bad. Yeah, exactly. That's fine, you know. The other one's just gonna, you just got to go find it in the bushes as someone's <laughs> throwing it across the room. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like that. I would really like to see that. Um, oh, what else could we What else could we do, Kyron? The world, there's so many possibilities. I mean, when it comes to Nintendo, especially when when you can clearly tell that they've been holding stuff back. Yeah. Like, for me, the biggest mystery, like, the biggest question mark that I still don't think we'll have answered next week is, what the hell are Retro Studios doing? Yep. They've been dark since Tropical Freeze came out, and that's yeah. probably two or three years old at this point. Do you think it's a new Donkey Kong game? No. It's not a Metroid either, I don't think. Oh, I think I they're doing. I think they're finally getting a chance to do an original IP. Well, they've earned it. I they mean, have. Like they've like, done their time on the staples and reinvigorated both Metroid and Donkey Kong. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So I would love to see them make something of their own. But we don't know, and they've been so quiet. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him next week. But I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get like a little tease, like just like a little sting, like maybe like a fifteen second thing. It's like no, yeah, by Retro Studios, this thing, and everyone cool. goes what? Like I want to know. I want to know what they're doing. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I want to know if they've still got it. I guess like because since Tropical Freeze, they have had some departures. Yep. Um, I bet, but we just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yep. That's been my biggest question for the Switch. Like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you making in your Austin studio? Like your Austin, Texas studio? I've got it. I've got it, Kyron. Yep. Bayonetta three. No. Oh, please. I'm sorry, Joel. But um, please. Platinum's docket is pretty full. That's true. Yeah. Now they they've got a lot on the plate at the moment. I think Bayonetta three will happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even if and Nintendo think, has yeah. to go up to them with their checkbook going, all right, how much this time? Yeah, exactly. Once uh, they've raked in all the cash from the Switch and, and all that love that they've received. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I just think Platinum's too busy at the moment. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, I mean, Nier's nearly done. Nier's nearly out. They've got Scalebound still. Yeah, but that, let's face it, the B team's working on that. I mean, like you surely. said it. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a list of Platinum's current projects, and we'll find out. Okay. I feel like they've had some like they're working on that uh, Grand Blue Fantasy, mm. which looks but that's really like cool. that's like two years out. That's yet. in the future, but like yeah, if that's how I backed up they are. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, this year they've got Near Automata and Scalebound, and next mm-hmm. year they've got Grand Blue Fantasy Project Relink and an. Android slash iOS game called Lost Order. Oh, okay. So both those yeah, games like... are co-developed by Psy Games, but like, I don't know. Like, it's not out of a question. But for at the very least, that Grand Blue game looks like it's going to be freaking huge. Yeah, yeah. Like it's already based on like a mobile series, in which Japan, I really want to play. Yeah, like it's, but so I can't because I'm... I'm a filthy European. We <laughs> oui, we oui. like I search um, for it and it's like it's on the Play Store. It's like sorry, not available in your region. I'm like, but I just want to play it. Um, yeah. So I, I I'd like to see a Bayonetta three. That'd be that'd make me happy. Um, do you think we'll get the Pokemon Stars reveal? No, I think they might save that. Sun and Moon is still pretty fresh. 
Yeah, they might do like a Pokemon. They may not want to. They may not want to steal too much funder from Pacificus, but you know, sales just yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, they might do. They might do a Pokemon Direct later on in the year, and I reckon that'll come out like September, October. Well, that's the thing because. So the launch lineup's going to be huge, but it's worth remembering this is probably going to, this is a March release. So yep. they're going to want to have games ready for a second launch in the holiday season. Yeah, uh, you know, a Pokemon game's perfect for that. That's perfect. Yeah, I think that's that's a that's a, I guess a given as much of a given you can probably have for that. Um, it would make the most sense. Uh, oh boy, do you think we'll get? I know, I know that there's rumors going around that, like, Splatoon is going to be, like, the Wii U version, just packaged in or whatnot. Do you think we'll hear about Splatoon 2? Mm, I don't think so. I think it's too soon. But, like, again, the rumors suggest that Splatoon on the Switch will have some extra... Like, so basically the rumor is, like, at least for Splatoon, Mario Kart, and I think... I don't want to say Smash. That was... I had heard that the a lot of the Wii U ports, at least in those ones, may have some extra stuff. That would make sense. Which, of course, is whipped the incident into a frenzy because they're like, "What? Well, we might get more Smash characters and heads oh, exploding." Please, because everyone everyone loves a good who's going to be in Smash. Oh god, question because yeah. that's it's never Ridley, and it always makes you cry. Shovel fucking night, please. Why is it never Ridley? I know. It's too big, Karen. Um, I will kill you. <laughs> I will kill you with that Ridley statue that I'm going to sacrifice my savings to buy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay, Joel. I know. It's, it's okay. I understand you don't like Metroid. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. No, I hate it. It's the worst. I'm totally not into that series. Um, can we see, like, I don't know, like maybe like a, a sweet Star Wars game? Um, well, I mean... That's up to EA, I guess. Isn't the next Star Wars game basically Battlefront 2 at this point? Yeah, that's going to be... Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear about that at E3. But, um, yeah. And yeah. That, I mean, if... For that sort of game, like, it's it it's going to matter how Nintendo's online is. That's another one of the biggest questions, actually. I would love to yeah. see them... I don't know how they could prove it to us at the event next week, but I want to see or know that their online is going to be better. Yep. Obviously, Absolutely. the biggest, like, please just do a Nintendo wish you could ever have is for them to just go, fuck it, and maybe just go Nintendo's Netflix, essentially. Oh, boy. I mean, obviously, it would be tricky for third-party stuff, but I would be completely okay with just paying a flat rate, and maybe they just give me first-party virtual console stuff, and maybe you've got to buy yep. third-party on your own, but that would be cool. That would be awesome. I am going to buy their games anyway, so... Oh, yeah. But for, for a, like, I, I guess to a, a lesser extent, I'd like to see if they try and implement some sort of, like, achievement trophy system. I mean, it was rumoured to be happening with the, the Wii U, and it never did, but, I mean, now would be a good time to implement that. In Nintendo time, anyway, it seems to be the right idea for them to go, look at this awesome idea we've got, like, 12 years too late, but... Um, yeah, I'd like to see something like that. Maybe that links into the like the, the whole like my Nintendo uh, reward system as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like ultimate dream is that earning Nintendo achievements would get you like Nintendo points or Nintendo coins. 
yeah, which you then exactly. could redeem for rewards, which would be cool. Exactly. Maybe you could like deck out your me. Like I want to see what they, if they're going to do me's again. Like if they, and what think, they're going to look like. I think me's are here to stay. Oh, absolutely. I think they're definitely going to be there. But what are they going to look like? Are they going to? Can we customize their clothes now? That'd be awesome. Like that'd be cool if we could do that. Yeah, and then again, much like what like you know, Xbox three sixty and achievements and points like that, you get like coins so you could like buy new clothes for your avatar. I'd be hundred percent on board with that. I'm not ashamed to say that I uh I had some spare Microsoft points left over one time. Yep. And I bought the Dark the Black Knight costume. Ah oh, yes. yes. For my avatar from Dark Souls One. Right. See, is that what I mean? Like, you know, having that kind of stuff, and and like you, you check back in with um, with me, Tomo, just so you can get the, all the, the the Metroid stuff. I did. I've got a little Ridley on my back. I never opened yeah. me, Tomo anymore, but I have it. Like, if I me open neither. it right now, I could show you. But yeah, if they if they if they included what they did with me, Tomo, in terms of like decking out your avatar and all sort of stuff into just like the basic, like framework of the 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 Switch. Uh, that'd be awesome. I'd oh yes, please. What if they weaved it so into cool. Meverse somehow, and made yes. Meverse more than just a forum? Yeah, so it's like, it's like it's like a forum kind of like kind of what like uh, PlayStation tried to do with PlayStation Home, but not shit, um, and not like this weird experience. Man, but like just having it was a, weird. It was super weird, um, but yeah, that'd be really cool. That's what I'd like to see. I just think it's important that Nintendo gets. I need to really sell their online this this time. Like, okay, fair enough. For we didn't have great online. It was early days. Whatever we use online was better. Like, yep. for, it worked for Mario Kart. It worked for Splatoon. Still didn't work very good for Smash. No. So well, that here's was the thing. Iffy. For them to sell that, imagine if they came out and were like, "Yep, Smash Brothers. It's coming to the Switch. The online and like." somehow managed to show how well it works online that again another system seller like that's i i'm already buying it but you know if i wasn't that would be something that would make me more inclined to buy it yeah mm. i can i uh, think an online presence is pretty important yeah i think i think we'll get a, a decent chunk of that i i hope but uh yeah i i've, I've got a feeling that they're gonna do something like that so oh boy current it's next week I can't wait. I, I just, every morning I wake up going, oh, Switch next week. I get to learn yeah. about Switch. I'm excited. Switch, 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 Nintendo, give it to me. Hook it into my veins. Seven days, yay. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, is there anything else you wanted to add to our little Switch stream list? Um, just, just wow me, Nintendo. I mean, it doesn't take much for them to wow me, but just do it. <laughs> Yeah, Honestly, they probably, they probably will have wowed me when it, they first started up. Like, hey, here's the Switch. I'll be like, whoa, yep, sold, give it to me. Yep, but, no, exactly. As soon as they see, oh, man, I really want that. I just keep thinking about, like, Mario peeking out from behind the curtain. I want that to happen <laughs> so badly now. Oh, man, that Honestly, would be so cool. As minor as it is, if if that Mother 3 thing happens, that will make me super happy. And Yeah, I, same for me with Eternal Darkness. Like, I don't know why I have such a... Like I said, I have no I have no recollection about the storyline of that game whatsoever. But I, I vividly remember like playing that game and having those things happen to me, and I, it's still fresh in my mind. So, yeah, that would make me super happy. Yeah. 
I it's a I mean it has a weird story, so I don't expect you to be able to follow it any easier. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's I, it's just mainly because it was like you know probably like. 12, 13 years ago since I played it, at least. See, that'll, that'll do it. That'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we will know all next week. Well, we'll know more. We'll know anyway. more. Not, not, yeah. not quite all, I would we'll say. We'll know most. Yeah. We'll, we, we'll, know a, we'll know a launch date. We'll know a price. I think That's we'll, yeah, we'll definitely know launch date, we know. launch price, and launch lineup. Yep. And those are the three things that we want at the moment. That we yeah. Just, and then after that, we can go into like, I guess all the sort of crazy stuff we just talked about then. But, like, you know, I, I think, yeah, as long as they nail those three things, they're on to a winner. 27 give me, minutes going to be the Unito. Give me a Metroid Fusion sequel Ooh. and a Fire Emblem Warriors game, and I'll be happy. Uh, give me Mario Kart 8 for the, for the Switch, but fix the fucking battle mode and make it like the <laughs> classic battle mode. That that actually that's what I want. I want classic battle mode in Mario Kart Eight. None of this fucking will put you on a track and you just drive around the track. That was shit. It was pretty garbage. I, want, I couldn't stand that. I want like the classic maps. Chuck in a couple of new ones as well, but like that same style. Three balloons. You have got like a, a square area that you all drive around because battle mode is so much fun and like no one does that nowadays. And it's just it's such a shame because it's such a great great multiplayer mode I mean no one really does card games either so Nintendo's well, kind of yeah. got that on lock but yeah, yeah. Like, I, I want that old battle mode back the new one sucked yep no it sucked oh when I saw it was coming when I saw battle mode was coming to Mario Kart I'm like fuck yeah battle mode's back and then I played it and I'm like this sucks I still I'm not playing this ever again just griefing you in Mario Kart <laughs> it, no Mario Kart DS it would have been not 7 it was DS yep. no it was DS yeah we had a lot of fun in that one um, but yeah, maybe we'll get the, uh, the, uh, the pink pussies back together. <laughs> I think we that had... Mario sports game they announced for Wii U will come to Switch. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. I think that's going to be a Switch game now. Do you think it might be a pack-in? Mm, no, I, I, I actually think the leaks are right and I think Splatoon will be a pack-in. That makes sense. Makes sense. And Mario Kart. Good deal as well. Like, fuck yeah, it is a good deal. That'd be awesome. Um, but yes, we will know all next week, so stay tuned for our, our super duper bumper switch episode next week. It's going to be mostly we'll... me just giggling about oh, Nintendo, because yeah. I love I mean, those guys. And it'll be just me just going, oh, oh, yes, oh. Basically like me when I was talking about Thumper before, but for like an hour and a half. That's <laughs> what we can look forward to And next all week. Nintendo. Oh yeah, oh yes, so that's going to be a good one. Oh boy, should we wrap this up with some questions? Yeah, let's just dive on into them, Joel. Let's do it. All right, so it would not be a Dialogue Options podcast episode without a nice cheeky little check-in from our friend Sean. Sean asks us this week, technically it's already over, but what is your favorite nostalgic gaming-related Christmas morning memory? Um, I've already spoken about mine, I think, in our Origins episode. It was a couple of them. So when I got my first computer, my old Commodore 64, and subsequently my little TV that came with it as well, um, that was crazy. Like, I, that was my first computer, and oh, I'll never forget that. It was just such a great morning. But the one, the, the big one for me was the Super Nintendo. Waking up and opening that box and having the, the Yoshi's Island pack-in bundle and just playing that game 
all fucking day. And I still, that, that game is still one of my all-time favourites. I love that game. It still holds up as well. Like visually and mechanically, it's still a great, great game. Um, and so, yeah, just but there's that fond memory of um, of coming up, uh, waking up that morning and, and opening that box and seeing that there just lost my mind. What about you, man? Uh, <clears throat> gosh, I don't really know. Like, I definitely have the Super Nintendo one as well. Like, yeah. I'm getting, I yeah. got mine with Mario All Stars. Oh, nice. So I got the All-Stars bundle, which is a, just a great bundle, really. Oh, God, yeah. That, Mario that 1, 2, and cool. 3, and Lost Levels. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Did it have Super Mario World as well? Yeah. Uh, no, but I did no. get Super Mario World later. Yeah. But, the Super Mario World one was like, that's that's the that's the grail yeah, of them as well. Like, that is. But, like, that's, that's the biggest one. I think I remember vaguely getting my 64 for Christmas, but... That's cool. Um, I, I'm starting a new one now though like uh, uh, as of last Christmas I'm playing every Christmas I'm playing Super Metroid from start to finish oh nice now, 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 that I, now that I own that card again and I can I can cuddle it close to me yeah like, start to finish that game every Christmas that's a new one I'm doing I don't have any traditions for Christmas like, no, I don't really all, but... that's why I was like you know what I'm making this one like that's a good one that's a solid that's a solid tradition um but yeah that's that's yeah that was my one so that's a nice little uh Randing out the holidays, I guess, question from Sean. So thank you very much for that. Thank you for reminding me Christmas happened. Yeah. God damn it. But it's over, Karen. We don't have it is over. over. Christmas it's is over. While. Oh, thank God. Um, and our last question this week comes from Lauren. <laughs> Lauren from the OK Games. Well, from OK Games and the OK Games podcast. Uh, very good friends of us. Um, great people. Uh, they're having a rough time at the moment. Uh, there's a whole blog about it on their site. Um, you can go and read that, but go and show them some love. They deserve it. They're awesome people. Um, so go give them a big digital hug, or if you see them in the street, just hug them anyway. And, and just also, whisper. it's worth listening to them. Just, just boy, those they're doing their game of the year podcast at the moment. Oh and... yeah, oh, it's uh, it's brutal. So you thought if you thought our uh, kill your friends uh, game of the year we were too nice Joel we tough we were very diplomatic in the way that we did ours I'm... they've done that with but they've done that with a series of categories um, so they've got like nine episodes planned of just of just that and it's oh it gets it gets uh, it gets borderline violent in some episodes I'm, I'm like next year Joel like this year this, I'm, I'm that's it no fr- friendship is off the table for that no more Mr. Nice Guy yeah that's right no, no holds barred we're back into it um, and it's going to be a tough one this year. I mean, obviously, we know what our game of the year is going to be. We don't Do we? That. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah. I, just, I guess between two for me, and I don't know which one I'm going to like, like, when it's all said and done, which one I'll like more. Well, it's between two for me as well, from like our, our last episode. And this relates into our question <laughs> the, from Lauren. But yeah, like I said, go and show them some support. It's, um, they're lovely, lovely people. Um, Lauren asks us, what's going to get delayed the furthest this year? Drinks to whomever picks it. Um, Red Dead. I was going to say, like, do we just do we not include Red Dead because that's my answer as well. I think that's a, yeah. that's next year. I think it's a given. I think yeah, it's going to be it's going to be February March at the earliest next year. That's I think at May the, at the absolutely. Yeah, I say see, uh, it's um, but yeah, that that game's not coming out this year. No. And all. if it does, I will be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'll be happy. Uh, I mean, I kind of said the same thing about Fallout 4, and that game still came out. 
Yeah, but I don't know. Rockstar and Bethesda are different. Yeah, that's true. But uh, who knows? Again, Mostly because like Rockstar's open worlds usually aren't completely buggy and broken. That's true, yeah. <coughs> Relatively <coughs> well polished. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Rockstar do their own thing, so that, who knows? They may release it on, like, a Sunday in It August. could come out tomorrow, for all we know. Yeah, like, who fucking knows? Like, that game could be done. Like, no one knows, because Rockstar are wildcard bitches. Um, but yeah, alright, well, have you got something else in mind? That's going I mean, to delayed? we were talking earlier about maybe Mass Effect getting delayed. Well, yeah, I thought that too, but, like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm about 80% sure that game's coming out on that release date. But there's that, that 20% that I'm like, oh, is it though? That's, hang on, what's 2017 games? I'm not sure what big ones there are that could really be delayed. Okay. Let's have a look. Because, um, like, I, I would only like to pick a game if they have a release date. Not If, like, if it's March 2017, I would say that's not really a release date. Like that's, no, I know. That's still in, like, that's a release can be window. delayed territory. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Man, there's a, there's a decent amount of stuff still coming out early this year. Yeah. But nothing uh, really... Oh, God. Nothing super huge. What about no. ukulele? Do you think ukulele could get another delay? I think it's possible, but, like, I mean, that's... I don't think that'll hurt it. Because, let's face it, the people who are all excited about that game have already basically pre-ordered it because they I, backed it on Kickstarter. I paid the money. <laughs> exactly. So, like like us. like We're, we're going to get that game when it comes out regardless. So, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I don't know. How is this coming out this year that's big? I mean, it's tough because a lot of the big games that I would pick are really close like Resi 7's a couple of weeks away exactly yeah I don't think that'll get delayed for Honours next month and there was that person who broke NDA to talk about its horrid matchmaking so well, maybe yeah, a maybe. last minute delay there but Ubisoft generally wouldn't I don't think no and I, and if it is it'll be by like a couple of weeks I'd say it won't be a massive delay <clears throat> speaking um, of delays what about Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands uh, look, after playing Watch Dogs 2, I'm interested in playing that game, but do, I don't think anyone will care if that game gets pushed, like, if that game gets, like, when it, whenever that game releases, I don't know if it's going to do super well, um, even if it does review well, I mean, look at Watch Dogs 2, it sold relatively well, it, critically it was received very well, um, but, yeah, um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised, but like I said, I don't think anyone will care. Do you think Horizon's got any more delays in it? Hmm. Potentially. But again, I don't think it's going to be a very long delay. It might be like a month. If it gets delayed, I think it'll be like a month or so. Maybe a month and a half. Say six weeks. Um. It's, it's tough. Like, I think a lot of... Especially for the way PR is really tightening up the... Like, announcement to release schedule these days? Yep. Yeah. No, a lot of people are like, have finally cottoned on that don't talk about your game three years out. Yeah. Um, which is good. It's a good thing. It's a good way to do it, honestly. I mean, Fractured Butthole could get another one. Maybe. When is that? But again, out? it's. So, oh, okay. What about Prey? 
Ooh, that's a good, that's a good one. Prey may not again, make this year. Again, it doesn't have a, a locked in date, so I'm breaking the rule that you set before for it. But honestly, I like mean, after looking at the ones that do have locked in dates, I'm happy to break that rule. Cause... Yeah. Well, look, I I feel like yeah, Prey might get delayed into the like that might be the one that gets delayed to like February March next year. Are you gonna lock in Prey? think so well partly because partly because i do believe in that and partly too because google chrome has crashed on my laptop while i'm trying to look at games but (laughs) um yeah i think that that one would make sense i mean that game only got announced at e3 last year Mm. so it was that's right isn't it yeah 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 so i feel like that one that was that's a good contender i think and i think yeah it'll go to like It'll do a Horizon Zero Dawn. It'll go to February, March. Or, like, For Honor. It'll be that game that it's, like, people are pretty interested in, but they're, like, it's not, like, top ten, oh, my God, holy shit, yet. But it will, I think it'll get pushed to that that safe date. Because I, I was saying to you before, like, it's, that seems, like, February, March seems to be, like, the new it time for games. Um, weirdly yeah like because well, so many well, the old thing was you wouldn't release in November because you didn't want to come out near COD exactly yeah but then fucking everyone released at the same time then um, yeah exactly oh boy alright are you going to say pray uh, yeah also GT Sport's never coming out so that's that's another one that's GT Sport will come out Joel but it's going to be GT Seven, and it yeah. will be not this year at all. Nope, 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 nope. All right, John, I need you to uh, help me pick between two. Okay, I'm split between Nino Kuni two. Oh, good one. I don't, I don't know if that's going to make it this year, or if it mm. does, it's going to be like late, late 2017, I think. Yeah, super late. Yeah. Um, or I think there's also a chance that I don't know. I don't think I don't know if. Destiny 2 is going to make it this year. Well, we've heard very little about I mean, that. that doesn't surprise, but I feel like... I wouldn't be I, surprised if it... Because it, for all intents and purposes, it does sound like for Destiny 2, they went back to the drawing board. Good, well, good for starters. But yeah. also, um, I think it might be wise. Maybe they looked at what Assassin's Creed have done and taken a year off. Maybe they'll go, all right, cool. We won't do... We'll do like seasonal... Um, updates and stuff for, for Destiny now and then we'll come back in 2018 like or even at PSX maybe they'll announce it I think that might be that might be the like PSX Game Awards we'll see a Destiny 2 trailer with 2018 yeah it's a good one um, but Nino Cooney's interesting uh, when's what date what release it's, it? it's just 2017 it's it? still just 2017 but I don't know. It's tough. Like, I think a lot of the games that have solid release dates will make them. If I had to pick any from the solid ones, I feel like maybe... Maybe if For Honor could slip by a week or, like, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Or or even Horizon could go 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 a week or two. Halo Wars 2 could slip as well. Yeah, but I think that's going to slip off the radar um, (laughs) in general. Shots fired, and you know what? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, I don't care for a Halo game who wants to be an RTS. 
No, no, no. I know love RTSs, no. but I just... No, thank you. No, no thanks. Whatever. Move on. Let's... Um, <laughs> but... Okay, yeah. here's an interesting one that's TBA for December this year. Shenmue 3. <laughs> Do you sure. think Shenmue 3 will come out just December? Sure. For Michael Huber of, of Easy Allies uh, fame, for his sake, I hope it does. But that, nah, nah, I gave it come out this year. No. They've gone super dark. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to lock in Prey. I think Prey, and I think it'll get delayed until February, March next year. I'm going to say till February 28th next year. Mm. That's my that's my super duper accurate. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nino Kuni too. Yep, no, that's a solid done. And I that's think I think they, that might slip to January next year, maybe. Yeah, kind of like a gravity rush kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, same sort of like sort of niche sort of market as well. Yeah, and it'd be a good way like, or even like American summer, like the start of so like June, July. Mm, I don't know if that, that, that seems a bit far. Yeah, I suppose that's true. No, January's a good... That's a good one. All right. So we'll go for that. All right. Awesome. So that, was, that, was, that was a good little discussion. Thank you, Lauren, for that. That was a fun one. Good to talk about. Like, sort of like, you know, it's a little bit heartbreaking to think about those those developers having to delay their games and whatnot. But, I mean, like you said, I think a lot of people are learning that don't fucking talk about your game until it's somewhat ready to go. And also, just don't be afraid to delay your games, because... No, honestly, it helps. That's... Honestly, like, if you delay a game, it's usually for a good reason. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I don't doubt that. So, um, yeah, if you're going to delay it, you're delaying it for a reason. So I, I'm, I would much rather that happen. But yes. Well, uh, that about wraps it up, don't you think? It does. I think that's a, a good place to call it on our first podcast for 2017, Joel. Yes, yes. Oh, but before we wrap up, uh, I know we talk about video games and we are a video games podcast, but if for some reason you are also interested in television series, uh, we have a couple of friends who started up a new podcast, don't we? Oh, we do, actually. Yes. Uh, uh, in fact, one of the friends you've probably heard on this show, uh, Brod, Brod Godez, has started up his own podcast with uh, uh, another one of our friends, Damask, uh, called Hunting Seasons. Uh, in I which love they, that name. <laughs> it's so good. I love it too, especially when you hear the concept of the of the uh, of the podcast. So it's basically them. They they pick a TV show that they've neglected to watch or have have slipped off the has slipped by their radar over the years. Um, the first episode they're talking about uh, season one of Breaking Bad, and basically they're going to go through each episode about a season of a TV show. Uh, and they go through and discuss what they liked, what they didn't like, give it a rating, pick favorite episodes, least favorite episodes. Um, it's really good. They know their shit, uh, and they know what they're talking about, uh, and it's really enjoyable. I've listened to, I think, about 75% of the first episode today, uh, and I really enjoyed it. Um, they've got a great sort of natural um, connection when it comes to talking about this sort of stuff. So uh, if that thing tickles your fancy, go and check out Hunting Seasons. And please tell them that we sent you. Uh, so they are a know. wonderful pair of people. And they, I are, recommend they are. It. They are. Highly recommend. But uh, I just wanted to throw that one in there. We just wanted to throw that one in there and give a, a bit of a, a bit of a shout out to those guys. So cool. All right. I think it's time, Karen. Wrap this bad boy up. 
That sounds good to me. Awesome. All right, so you know the drill. Thank you for, for listening to this week's episode of Dialogue Options. As always, we do appreciate you taking time out of your day to, you know, to listen to us chat about video games. We do love them a lot. Yes. Uh, 2017 is a big year, Joel. It's going to be a fun year. Yes, and we've uh, we've we've got a couple of we've got a couple of goals we want to achieve this year. We'll, so we'll do some stuff this year. We'll do some stuff. We'll do some stuff outside of the weekly episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, we'll try. And, anyway, yeah, we'll get together on that. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. Uh, but if you want to keep up to date with what we're up to, you can like us on Facebook at Dialogue Options. You can follow us on Twitter, also at Dialogue Options. As for individually, you can find me at X, where I'll usually be, I don't know, I'll probably be tweeting about Nintendo for the next seven days straight, so strap in. Uh, you can follow my friend Joel. At Mac, J-O-E-L-Y-M-A-C. I don't so spell, spell it out. out. <laughs> I just don't spell it out this week. I was feeling something a bit different. You're keeping it fresh. It's good. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I felt like, you know, the whole thing, like, oh, Joel knows how to use Twitter things growing a bit stale. So I thought I'd just, like, liven it up Now, it's, now it's Joel knows how to spell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just want to make sure everyone follows me. It's cool. New year, new you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Also, it's also worth mentioning that if you want to drop us suggestions or questions, or even if you want to yell at us to play a certain game, you can always, besides using Facebook and Twitter, you can always email us as well. We use email. We do use email. Dialogueoptions at gmail.com is how you can reach us. Yes, but, uh, uh, and if you if you are listening to us on uh, on iTunes or whatever podcast service that you're using to listen to us, please give us a rating and a like, uh, subscribe, write a little bit about us, tell us you like us, or if you hate us, that's fine. We, we're pretty thick-skinned. We can accept constructive criticism or just I mean, flat-out abuse. I'll probably be okay because I don't ever open iTunes. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, but if you could do that, that's that's a really great way to support. Absolutely, us. we would appreciate um, it. That'd be awesome. And even just so. you could even share it around with your friends if they like yes. video games. That's fine too. Just pin them down like Clockwork Orange style and force them to listen except, to it. Except with instead of eyeballs with their ears with yeah exactly. You, know, you, yeah. you can make it work somehow. Yeah, I don't know. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but until next week, we'll let our wonderful theme by Azure Flux strike, which is get bitches, take it out, take us out. And we'll see you next week for Nintendo Day. Yay! See ya! Bye. Bye.